This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we've got a listener-sponsored review of Bad Boys 2 from 2003, plus new trailers for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show on Disney+, and season three of The Boys, Marvel's Netflix shows have a new home, Deadpool 3 gets a director, and Warner Brothers shuffles around all their DC movies for this year and next. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, March 14th, 2022. <laughs> you know who this is, and you know why you're here. You want all the latest comic book and superhero TV and movie news, and by God, you found it. Forget everything else out there. Forget all the Scientology bullshit. This is the real deal. This is the real deal. Worship at the feet of the holy trio of geekdom. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Play it. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy Fans out there. Let's give it up. Hello, listener, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And joining us, not only is he a bad boy for life, he's a rug boy for life. It's Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? What's up, Imran? You're acting like a big failure. I'm a... <laughs> That's the story of my life. What was that word? That's a you failure. That's a strange delivery. Is Michael Bay writing all your dialogue? This you know, episode? remember in the remember when you used to watch uh, movies that were on like regular TV, edited for TV, and yeah. they would take the curse word, and they yeah, would, your mother lover. that would be the word that they would use for a certain pejorative or Mickey Mickey Ficky. That was popular. Yeah, Mickey Ficky do the right thing. You Mickey Ficky. Spike, Spike Lee's like, it's hot as a Mickey Ficky, but I'm okay. I'm like, what? <laughs> Mr. Falk. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcor. Wait, who's Mr. Falcor? It's not even a character in a movie. Yeah. Forget you. Forget okay. you is a great one. Forget you. Yeah, we're forget you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Anthony, I think by the end of the show, we're all going to realize we podcast together. We die together. Just like the bad boys. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> should so we start silly. the show over again <laughs> no we shouldn't i don't have time for that and i'm not editing any of this out all right let's get to all the right. news you bastards let's just stick with it the jock and nerd podcast we got we haven't done any geek news in a while i've missed it there's a bunch of things going on we'll catch up real quick starting with a couple of brand new trailers for tv shows uh the first one the Obi-Wan Kenobi show for Disney Plus coming out May 25th. Ewan McGregor returning as Obi-Wan. We've got our first teaser trailer, our first look at this thing. Uh, and I know Anthony's a big Star Wars guy, right? <laughs> big Star Wars. Of course. Guy. Huge. Huge. Let's just I love, get. I love fantasy. fantasy yeah, right. Genre. All this made up shit in a galaxy far away. Do you dig it? I do. <laughs> well, let's just get your views out of the way because I love to hear what non-Star Wars people think of star wars things randomly did you check out this trailer how's it how's it hitting you i did check it out i mean it's a well-cut trailer this is nice music makes you feel like this is kind of a an epic story as i did watch adam adam's review ah, adam does movies. of this trailer yeah. 
And he brought up a good point. He's like, oh, cool. Back to tattooing. I know. I didn't like that. I love tattooing. <laughs> so did have to throw that out there, stealing that from Adam. But other than that, I thought it was a nice trailer. Well done. Seems like something about hunting Jedi's. Yeah. And uh and then there's that cool like city shot. So it looks kinda like they're in like a some Asian city in space with all that neon light. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't really know what's going on. So <laughs> All right, well they did a good job at least making a trailer look epic, at least in my opinion. The, yeah, I mean, the Tatooine comment is ap- appropriate because when I saw that, I was like, a fucking Tatooine sand planet again. We just, But it looks like we'll, we'll be seeing other fun cyberpunk Blade Runner looking planets. Yeah, and it ends in a way with the music where yeah. it's, it's it seems like that Star Wars music where you have that opera. And then, and I will give them credit on the... Uh, the only other thing I liked was the 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 lightsaber cutting the Disney Plus. Oh logo. yeah! Oh, that nice. is kind of cool. Nice little touch. Uh, the music we got John Williams returning to score this. The fucking guy who wrote all the really? music. Really? Yes. So you they're hear wheeling him out. He's yeah. Like, they're wheeling yeah. him out. They're sending him <laughs> yeah. in front of the orchestra. Just wave your arms around, John. It'll be fine. Hope everyone will follow. He's like, I just want to watch Jeopardy. But right, he misses Alex Trebek. Rest in peace. Yeah, of course. Uh, Rugs, what did you think of the trailer? I mean, you hear Duel of the Fates. You hear other That's iconic epic, yes. Star Wars music. You got Inquisitors, Imran. You got Grand Inquisitors, the Jedi Hunters, their live action debut. You got the uh, very meany faced Inquisitors. Yeah, let's not talk as, about like, the look of the line as they are in sure. the show. The, the gr- um, they, they, their look is getting trashed online a little bit because he's a little. His face is a little wider than it is longer, which is the opposite of what. Yeah, you should have cast a guy who has like a longer face to kind of make it, uh, you know, seem more. I guess the best actor went out and they said, "Fuck the way it looks." <laughs> we'll squish his head in post. He better be a good actor. That's all I'm saying. Well, so you watch Rebels. Are you excited? I'm kind of excited to see these uh, Jedi hunting Inquisitors in live action. Yeah, they were pretty tough to deal with in the show. And then you have this like new kind of Sith warrior. She she must be an Inquisitor. She's running around looking for Obi-Wan and she looks like she's pretty formidable. So I don't know which character that is. I don't recognize it. Do you? I don't know. I don't Probably there, a new character for the show. There was some female inquisitors in that game. Jedi fallen order. I don't know if it's uh, the same character, right? But she looks badass. She's got a lightsaber. Yeah. So uh, it could be cool. I'm into this. Uh, I heard it's Darth Vader's going to be in it. Well, so. you hear him breathing at the end. And I, w- I was hoping they would show us a little Vader, but uh, he is going to be in the suit. Entertainment Weekly has a shot of him in the Darth Vader suit. So my question is, uh, first of all, Hayden Christensen is not the guy in the suit, and it's not the voice in the suit. Are we? How are they? Are we going to see him in flashback? Are we going to see him without his helmet on? I, I, isn't there I a don't height know. difference also? Like, isn't Vader like taller than Hay? I don't. It's no. I think Hayden Christensen is plenty tall. He's, he's pretty tall. But as he puts the helmet on, it automatically sounds like James Earl Jones. Is that what's going to happen? That would be strange. Yeah, they did that in the in the movie, didn't they? He put he's but I no, isn't that it, James Earl Jones? Yeah, but then you take his helmet off, and he's this pale, wrinkly white dude, and you're yeah, like, Wait well, a <laughs> listen, if, if I put the helmet on, I want to sound like T Pain. Uh, uh, uh. If I'm Darth T Pain, oh, they should just auto tune <laughs> Hayden Christensen's voice yeah. for the. Yeah, whole what do thing. they need Hayden Christensen for if he's this is the year or? For member made, berries. Yeah, they might. <laughs> I, I think they may do flashbacks with him. That's the only way, right? Yeah. You can't just keep, you can't take off that man's. It's keeping him I mean, alive. Yeah. If you take <laughs> off his helmet, it, sound, it looks stupid now. 
Yeah, it's just going to be Hayden Christensen going, Obi-Wan is turning against me. <laughs> I also, there's a breaking story today. Apparently, Ray Park was supposed to return as Darth Maul in this show, but then they changed things and replaced him, cut him, and replaced I'll him with I'll tell you exactly Vader. why they did that. Why? Because of, because of fucking Boba Fett. Oh. What? What do you mean? <laughs> because Ray Park's like 60 years old now, too. Bro, he is getting up oh, there. Is he, is he old? Mm. Yeah. I guess I guess it has been almost I mean, thirty so is, years. So is Ewan McGregor, I think, but I think he's in good shape. So well, yeah, and Ewan McGregor still play can move around and looks. He looks in that between age of how old he's supposed to be in in New Hope. Yeah, he's really old as Alec Guinness in New Hope. Also, right. I think it's funny how he's just like watching Luke from far away, all creepy, like a creepy old man. Nobody catches him on that. Nobody calls him. What are you doing, old man? But if you use binoculars, I guess. it makes you immediately creepy. Yes. Right? You use, you can't yes. Be using, they shouldn't even sell binoculars anymore because you're immediately creepy as soon as you use them to look far away. But if you're standing on the corner and you look up, you're all right. Yeah, you're like, no, no you're not creepy. Bin, if you have binoculars now yeah. for any reason, yeah. you're immediately creepy. You, yeah. should, you should have to have a background check to get binoculars. <laughs> You seem Definitely. like you have binoculars and run. I mean, I didn't buy them now. I, just I got them. binoculars as quick as I could get them from Boy Scouts. From before, <laughs> my dad had a pair of binoculars from back in the day when you used if you're them. living in the city and you have a pair of binoculars, there's some that's, I mean, maybe that's your hobby. You look at, what you about so bird watchers are all perverts, is that you're trying to tell me. Right? Uh, yeah, that's not what they, that's the excuse. They're not looking at birds. No, they're not looking at birds. That's yeah. the excuse. Yeah, they're all bird watchers. They're like, bird over here, and let's look over here now. Oh, 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 Why do you live it. next to like all these high rises? <laughs> I'm watching birds. <laughs> the birds what? live in the what about high a telescope. Is a telescope bad? <laughs> no, a telescope. Well, that could it depends be. where you have it placed. Yeah, where it's pointing. If it's not pointing yeah. straight up, then that's creepy. You can't have it. it like, that's another thing. You can't own a telescope in the city because it's just pointless. First off, you, you, the light. Yeah, the the city light blocks out everything. Yeah. so you immediately know something's wrong. Yeah, something's going on. Binoculars, tel- telescope is worse. Telescope is like a de- that's like a committed pervert. <laughs> things you can't own in this like those are top two of the five okay, right there. The things you can't own. Let me play devil's advocate. Everybody, everybody in the world has a telescope now with a phone. So there you go. The zoom and it can record. Flip it on its head. And yeah. Do that. Yeah. Sure. That that makes it even weirder that you own a telescope. Yeah, but you could be. Think of, uh, what looks worse if I'm just sitting around looking at my phone. And not knowing that I'm zoomed in, right. like you can't 200 tell. feet, yeah. and recording yeah. something, or if I have binoculars, you can at least know that I'm a pervert. Like you don't really. It's well, like I would hey. rather not know. Oh, you want to not? You want to believe that? I want to believe that you're scrolling on your phone, looking at Instagram. <laughs> I don't want to see you with your damn. I know what you're doing with that fucking telescope. <laughs> you're probably not looking at me, but you're you're looking well, at, at least at you can't record it. Right. That's mm-hmm. true. Only in your mind. The last time yeah. binoculars were appropriate is like that Alfred Hitchcock movie Rear Window from the sixties. Like that's the last time. Like that that works in that movie. Anytime after that. So uh, Ben Kenobi, let's get it back to the Star Wars. Yeah, ben Kenobi is peeping. <laughs> I, thought hard. We gonna, I thought we were gonna round out the top five for things you can't own in the city. <laughs> I mean, what is it? What, what are the top five things that you can't own anymore? I, we, we found two. There's right? two so, the telescopes, five. binoculars. Yeah, I don't know what the other side. Uh, what's the other two? Now I'm like, we can think about this all day. This is the whole of the show. A big wheel. If you don't have any children, that's suspicious. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Well, but what? Big wheels. Remember big wheels? They don't even have big those wheels. anymore. See, I don't know what that is. Like oh handcuffs? God. Is no. that bad? Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, that's okay. It's questionable. Right. I mean, it's no, that's not questionable. That, 
There's some freaky people. That's fine. Though. Ball and gag. What, is that okay? No. <laughs> that's that's fine. I'm talking about like it has to do with living in the city. Oh right. Yeah. Mm. Got to be specific to like you have this. Like oh, assless chaps are still okay. Like, <laughs> Always. Yeah, that's fine. They never go out of style. No. <laughs> so Ben Kenobi is that, peeping out of the worse. He's <laughs> looking in the windows to see Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Fuck, I guess. I don't know what else the binoculars are for. Uh, but Anthony, we will check this out. It is only six episode limited series starting. When does this come out? May 25th. We're going to review it weekly? I guess, because Moon Knight, yeah, Moon well. Knight is also only six episodes, and that comes out at the end of this month, March. So, so I, I do have a take. Six episodes yeah. is, is very short. Yes, I, I'm concerned about uh, no, the six super episodes. Super groundbreaking take right there. Six episodes is very short. Was that it, should be a Was it Boba Fett six episodes? No, it was, well, it was, it was seven. seven. And that was... Mm. Five, it was actually five, yes. because they took two and went to... If you count... Mandalorian. The ones where he was actually in. But six episodes for Moon Knight? I'm like, oh, that's kind of short. Can you... Can you get stuff done? Six for Obi is... Yeah. Like, I, although, at least they've done the work when you have, what, four movies with Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yeah, and this one takes place in between the prequels and the original trilogy, ten years after episode three, so... So, they're, what, what's going on? Je- Jedis are being hunted? Yes, That's the thing. Order 66 has happened. They're, Still have it? Yeah, it already happened, and they gotta go and kill all the Jedis. And, and that lady is a, a Jedi hunter? She's a Jedi hunter, seeing. and there were... She's a bad lady? She's... she's yeah. yeah. She's, she's a, a Sith. probably a Sith Inquisitor, yeah. or... Or she's probably training to be an inquisitor. The way they the way they filmed it though, or showed it in the trailer, yeah, she, it kind of seems like she's got a hero's journey in there. There may be a twist. Maybe she, she re- might turn. Yes, maybe she yeah. realizes. It didn't, see, it didn't like necessarily seem like she was bad. It was just like the the font was making it seem. Like yes, everything. she works. She's working for the inquisitor, so maybe she does turn. But Rux, isn't this the period where like Jedi's are hiding for a long time? Yeah, most of the head Jedi's are either dead or hiding or pretending not to be Jedi. Pretending not to be Jedi's, right? You can't be a Jedi because well, they're they need, being they hunted. Need, yeah, they need a good. They need a. They need to bounce back. We'll be. Uh, what the hell After we call talking Boba about? Boba Fett. Yes, Boba Fett was not yeah. good, and now this is a, this is how Star Wars has been since Kathleen Kennedy has been in charge. Pretty much, it's like they make something good and yeah. people are hyped, and they make something bad. We're like, oh fuck. Yeah, it's like and they make yeah, something good, and yeah. we're like, okay, it might be turned around. They made something really bad. So it's been hit or miss. So the last thing is bad. This is going to be good. That's how it goes. Back and forth. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, But they got a lot of lore and mystery and history to deal with. With uh, Ewan McGregor is going to be cool to see him. So I'm excited. What about Hayden Christensen? Maybe. If he just stays in the Vader mask. He's he's tough. Because like. I don't think that he's necessarily a terrible actor. It's just his voice that makes it sound even worse than it is. Maybe he's started smoking cigarettes since the last time we saw him. So that'll help. Also, every episode directed by Deborah Chow. I think it has one director, which might help this also. Deborah Chow. What has she done? She has done a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. Oh. Okay. Yeah. With the, some of the good ones. She's good. She gets it. If you want to see a really good Hayden Christensen performance, yeah. watch... Uh, Revenge of the Sith, but with Spanish uh, language. Oh, okay. Why? Because <laughs> if you hear just another guy doing the voice, the acting's ten times You're better. Like, oh, this, this is really hitting now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we'll see. Uh, Escuchame. We'll see if they can uh, bring back the Star Wars uh, glamour and glitz with this uh, next series. Listener, let us know what you thought of this trailer. Join our Facebook group. Join the conversation. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. There's a closed exclusive group. You can find a link in the show description or on our website. 
join us. We geek out in there, and I put spoiler threads and things as we review them, so get your comments and observations in there. Lots of fun. Okay, the other trailer that is a whole different vibe than Disney and Star Wars is The Boys Official Season 3 Red Band trailer. This one coming back June 3rd on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one's got a lot of crazy shit in there. The Red Band trailer is very violent and bloody and gooey. Um, yes. Rugs, let's start with you this time. What do you think it is? Are you getting a geek boner? Geek boner. Floppy John. For Boy Season 3. It's got Soldier Boy in it. It's got Soldier Boy, not the song. Well, but yeah, the actual. I was going to do the cue. <laughs> <laughs> Jensen Eccles as Soldier Boy. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like the steel drum for just that song. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Anyway, anyway, uh, Soldier Boy's in it. Uh, it's got it's got fucking the main character Billy Butcher. He had now has fucking shit shooting out of his eyes. Yeah, what the shit is this? How did this happen? Um, I don't know. Maybe he took, took some, some of that. Oh, took some v. V. Yes, yeah. yes. Took some of that shit. We see the Flash guy, but he's in a different costume now. What was his name? Uh, A train. A train. A train. Yeah. yeah. He's selling like uh, energy drinks. It looks like. Yeah, he's in like some weird loud ass costume now. Dude, um, how about the deep uh, fucking while he's staring at the inside of the octopus? That's kind of fucking weird. That's kind of disturbing. <laughs> that's totally predictable. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's great. Uh, what else we got there? You got uh, some dance numbers. It looks yeah, like. It seems like they were trying to do like. Uh, peacemaker dance number or something but not as uh not as cool you've got uh homelander milking a cow oh yeah and like oh and he's like he's, he's like, like fucking orgasmic. Orgasmic. yeah he's like uh. <laughs> uh you got black noir doing a lot of things i feel like we missed black noir you know he was kind of gone yeah last, last season i'm yeah. looking forward so the last season well we won't spoil how the season ended if anyone hasn't seen it but there's a lot of things set up uh to pick up here I have to watch it. Like it's been so long. Well, they'll give you a recap before the season starts. I, I, just, I definitely recap. need the recap. Just watch the I, recap. I already kind of forgot yeah. what happened yeah. last season. Like not because it, it wasn't good. It's just been a while. Now is 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 this episodic like release or is it binge release? This is probably going to be a weekly release on Amazon. That's what they. Yeah, did. so I'm like surprised I don't remember it. Usually I remember yeah. the more like if I watch it once a week instead of binging it, I remember it better. But I don't know. Well, you're old. Yeah. Yeah, you fuck. You got to take your pills. <laughs> take your pills. Take your medication. Oh, God damn it. I didn't take my pills today. <laughs> uh, apparently, the showrunner, Eric Kripke, has said they're going to do this comic storyline from the books called Herogasm that's very depraved and insane. And he said it's going to be every bit as depraved as it is in the comics. Can't wait Oh, my for God. Uh, the show continues to just push fucking boundaries and uh, violence and it looks great i can't wait for this well you know in uh one season we got a lot of male uh, genitalia oh what's the genitalia count for this season double it triple it (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be three times as many dicks i don't really know anything about the boys so i don't like see is this captain america look like soldier boy yeah soldier boy but you know the the trailer has a it's has a jolly fun music cue with it has as uh billy being a, a super powered person finally can like match up maybe with homelander oh yeah kick his ass it dude. should be 
it seems like more of the same and I've liked both seasons so far and I liked I've liked the kind of the, the commentary on things that they have running through it so you you know that they'll have a message that they want to get across as well they've tied in politics at the time to each of these shows yep, so yep. I think it'll be I mean it looks looks like more of the same more hopefully they can keep up the momentum I don't I don't know anything about uh the the canon of the lore mm-hmm. to actually be excited about what I'm seeing on screen and it's not like Marvel where I've always kind of known or I can look it up right away. Like this one, I'm more like, I'll just sit back and let it play out in front of me on screen. I don't need to know up front no. who these characters are. And like you said, both seasons have been so good. Like I love this show. So I'm in for anything they're going to do. Uh, and this, that's, I don't think they've overstayed their welcome yet. So I think they definitely got at least one more season after this. Or they'll milk like three or four more. I know there's lots of comic story that they could do still. I kind of class this with what you call it, Umbrella Academy, yeah. Invincible, yeah, yeah, yeah. And although this one's coming out next, the one I'm most hyped for out of those three is still Invincible. Yeah, I don't know. I think Invincible is is the best. That was that. that was a great that was a great first season. I think they're working on that. Well, and that takes longer because it's animation. I guess I don't. I, Does it take longer? I don't know. I haven't heard when that next season of Invincible is coming out, or they've just started working on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Potential release. There's been no news. You know, we'll definitely have to recap. Well, I'll, I'll need a recap for sure of what happened last season. I, I have bits and pieces yeah. of what happened, but not uh, well. Spoilers. Not spoilers. Clear, Quick sharp. spoilers. Remember Butcher's wife? I think she gets she was killed, right? And this, right. the kid's right. still around. And then remember Queen Maeve? Uh, the black kid, uh, kid saves the wife. Yes. The, oh, yes. The kid lasers. The kid lasers Homelander. somebody. Home. Yeah. Right, I think so. I know that the there's that Nazi woman that died, gets her ass kicked by the three women. She dies, and then remember, Maeve blackmails Homelander into like letting her do what she whatever she wants to do and leave. Right, and then there's a senator that's a a, a soup. Yeah, and I think that's right? se- the woman that's been right? making people exp- have their heads explode. Oh, right, yes. And Dewey, about her. Dewey or whatever the hell his name is, yeah. is it not Dewey? <laughs> Huey. He's Dewey. Yeah. Huey is working for that lady now. Oh, that's right. The boys kind of fall apart and split up. Everybody, Frenchie, they all yeah. ends up with the the girl he he uh met. Yeah, he's with the with the with the superhero Japanese woman. Yeah. Or I think she's not Japanese. She's like v- Thai or Vietnamese. Yeah, you see her in this trailer though. She's still around. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I had was the aqua guy oh yeah the deep and a train both get re- rehabilitated by the the religious cult oh, but then that the guy gets his head exploded. oh i forgot about that too that's right they get into the yeah seven. now it's all coming back yeah so just needed to say it out loud to kick start it okay now i yeah. remember a lot of it but they do a good job with giving you recaps before we need to know um but bully B- billy butcher with powers to me was like the i was like oh shit this is crazy this is gonna be great that's, well, he hates having he hates soup. He so. hates soup. Yeah. So, like, what does it mean for him? No soup for you. <laughs> have powers. No soup for you. Uh, what does it mean for him to have powers? It's I mean, going to be interesting. Do you think he's just got the ray powers, or do you think he's got the full on like superpowers, like Superman powers? He just has laser baby eyes. That's oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I hope he has all the powers. Yeah. Because yeah, like uh, Homelander's got them all. Well, this compound V is very unpredictable as to what powers it gives you. You can't really choose the powers. Um, I, when we get to what are we watching, I did watch that animated series, Diabolical, the eight episodes. Pretty, oh, shit. Pretty good. We'll talk about that later. It was pretty good. 
but they do they did they dive into like the world of compound v and the world of the boys pretty well expanding i wonder how much of that will cross over into the show but i do i did like it. uh okay let's move on here's some old news but it's also new news uh no doubt by now you have realized that all of the marvel netflix shows you know daredevil iron fist luke cage jessica jones the defenders no longer on netflix oh shit can't watch them on netflix but what? yes but but wait where's that what <laughs> <laughs> but here's where you can watch them this is a surprising turn of events i thought the move disney would make was to put them on hulu you know being darker and more adult shows that they are no right what turns out the day this show releases march 16th these shows will be on Disney Plus. Oh, there's shit. your what? What? On Disney Plus. How? How is this possible? Well, Disney Plus has said they have implemented an update to its parental controls in the US that's going to prompt parents to change the settings. So, this is an interesting play for them to put more adult darker material on this family-friendly Disney Plus streaming service using parental controls. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. also is going to be on Disney Plus. First of all, what do you guys think about that? The possibility that they could, they're using parental controls to put darker stuff on. And then the second part of that question is, will this hurt their family-friendly brand that people are paying for, even though there's parental controls? Anthony. What does that mean, parental controls? So they'll make it so that if your if your child has a profile, baby, that mm-hmm. they won't be able to even get to these shows. You can block them out. Yeah, that seems. I mean, that, isn't that what Netflix? You can do that on Netflix. Well, parental controls is on everything, really. Right, and yeah, they so have them already. They're going to update them or something, I guess. Yeah. It's tough for me to answer this because I don't have a small child sure. that watches right. Disney Plus. Right. So for me, it doesn't really matter. For me, I think it enhances Disney Plus. Yeah. It makes it a much, uh, I wouldn't say more well-rounded because it's this is the only, kind of one of the only things they have. But it makes it a little bit less just straight up. I'm watching Kid a, <laughs> I'm watching well, a PG-13 yeah. streaming service. Like Netflix has like a kid's version on it, like when you boot up your Netflix, right? It says like, oh yeah, you can, you can choose, go to and there's always like a kid option. Yeah, it's all there? just cartoons and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I think if they do it like that, where as soon as you log in, and then there, you know, you have like Disney Kids, or then Disney Plus, you mm. go into that, and boom, you don't have to worry about it. You're only in an environment, nothing that can be searched. You know, is going to end up being bad. But even that doesn't even work because uh, I find that some of the stuff that's on on Netflix kids is like stuff that's on regular Netflix. Anyway, you know, you're not gonna find the Punisher on there, but like just stuff that maybe shouldn't be there, but it's, they have to curate it. Basically. That's the way I look. That's the way I see it. I mean, the Punisher is going to be on there too. Like there's some violent scenes in these and you got to imagine if you're, you got a kid watching and he's just scrolling around and goes from like, it's just one of those things that's brand specific. Like Disney is like never been an adult brand. Right. It's always been geared towards kids. So I feel like this is like a bold move for them. This and is it's a bold, going, ballsy move. Uh, Disney's also, you know, they're they're going into territories that are a little bit more edgy. Uh, you could see that the movie that they just released, Turning Red. Right. That's a little edgier. Yeah. 
Um, so like they're kind of embracing this like more adult or young adult uh, viewpoint. And that's cool. I think it's good. I don't know if it's going to affect the brand later on. I have no idea. Well, they're already getting shit from certain parent groups that they that these shows are going to be on there, even though they're put implementing some controls. So they're definitely going to get some flack. But I I'm excited because it is a pathway for more mature stuff on the Disney Plus now. If this works, and right. the fact that you can like watch all these shows in one place because it's like that's kind of where they belong in that Marvel hub on Disney right. Plus. Yeah, I think they just don't want you to have to leave right. Disney Plus to start to seek out Marvel content. But I mean, if they put it on Hulu, they could put a button that's just like watch this on Hulu. They own Hulu, and then it fucking switches over to Hulu. Maybe I don't know. If you have Hulu, if whoa, yeah, but, if you have, but, Hulu. but if you yeah, yeah, but if you put a button there, what's to stop a kid from clicking yes. that button and going to Hulu? Yeah. It's just such a weird thing now. Like it's hard to have this conversation because like when we were kids, like yeah, there was stuff that was inappropriate, but it wasn't like you, on demand. Right, right, right. Like, if you wanted to watch a movie with boobs in it or something, you had to wait until like Skinamax, like at night, came on. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, or like, be, like super eleven o'clock. Violent shit you could just always watch. They just turn on an R-rated movie, right? When it was on on cable. Well, yeah, not all. You that's that's wrong way. Of you had to you pay for the service, and you had you know, like I think that even HBO for a while they did they had they had like PG thirteen and movies up until a certain time at night then they went into the r-rated stuff in prime time right so you if your kids were home they probably weren't gonna watch like you know titty movies like on hbo like where there's gonna be boobs and excessive violence um and now but everything's on demand like everything so like you could just click it and and kids can watch it and they, they just get used to like watching whatever they want and there's no like you have no idea like if their kids were if your kids are asleep or when you were a kid you were asleep at a certain time or you're supposed to be and that's when all the fucking crazy shit would be on so it's not like it's a weird new thing where you have on demand and you're trying to imagine handing a remote to a kid and going okay watch whatever you want yeah that's not a good and move don't right be now. fucked up in about 10 years yeah well here's the thing though here's the here's the opposite though as a kid that watched TV when you had to go scroll through the TV Guide channel, at least now you can kind of block things on demand. The only way my parents could block me is if they were in the room. Well, when you were a kid. When I was a kid, like either I, I would just turn on a channel. Like yeah. if it was late at night and I happened to be up, I just turn on that channel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and watch it. And like, unless, and I, like, especially if my parents were asleep. Oh my god! That was the time. Absolutely, yeah. that was the one move when I was a kid. You watched. Well, I would just the- go to a friend's house. Yeah, I was going to ask like, you. Think how- about it. You, yeah. only, you didn't have unbridled access. You had just that little pocket of time. Sure, sure. But what so I'm saying is, they- like, at least now you can kind. I mean, yeah, you definitely have more access. But at least parents can kind of control it a little more. Back then, we were fucking monsters. We'd yeah, find yeah. a way to yeah, we'd no, watch it. Yeah. No, I wanted to know when you were little. What was the play to get R-rated? content was you could go to a friend's house you get somebody to rent it for you or You'd, you just like your dad just doesn't care yeah he's just like it's fine there's some boobs and explosions just don't tell your mom yeah that was that was the other play that was one of the he plays cool dad. We're bonding yeah. son yeah. isn't this cool look at his head I, explode i remember watching i remember watching 
there was a movie with Stallone and Sharon Stone where they're banging. And that was one of the first movies where my <laughs> dad was like, the yeah, my dad was like, don't watch that. And I just like, kept watching. And he's like, yeah. mm. all right, just don't tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, parenting back in the day when you realized you can't really do it. Ah, fuck it. Just don't tell your mom. You're going right, to watch fine. this anyways eventually. We're not going to talk about this. Just don't don't bring it up. Yes, this is and awkward. Then, you know, and then when you're like a kid, you bring yeah. it up anyways. Yeah. You're like, like I was around my uncle. <laughs> and they had it on, and I'm like, I can watch this. My dad watched it. And then my mom found <laughs> like, out like, through my uncle. <laughs> and he's like, what the hell? Yeah. Man? <laughs> <laughs> he ratted him yeah. out. Like, what? It was fun. I liked seeing those. It's so uncomfortable when like, you're watching a movie, and all of a sudden there's like an inappropriate scene, yeah. and you're like, oh, everybody's yeah. in the room. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Even to this day, if I'm watching a movie and boobs come out, and my mom is there, That's I'm like, That's awkward. No, That's awkward. You don't want to sit there. I, I or I like I'll leave I'll leave the room where I I'll know that boobs are coming out I'll change the channel or I'll just, yeah get out or you have to take this phone call <laughs> yeah you got to do you can't you can't you can't be sitting there but I it's mean, weirder watching it with your mom uh, yeah as a boy yeah yeah you get all hot you start when sweating. I watch things with Anthony's mom it's always weird yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get I definitely don't get all hot when I'm watching a, a no I'm saying like hot as an uncomfortable sweating oh. you're just like Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, when I watch movies with your mom, I get uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's weird. <laughs> but I can. You can also argue that if you don't have blocks in place everywhere, it's really easy to fucking pull Definitely. stuff up. Definitely. Now. There, I was just presenting the, yeah. the opposing. It was harder back. I, in the day. I feel like that. It's just I'm just trying to figure this out. Like, so if you have a kid, you gotta like personally like. At a block to, to every everything. everything your fucking internet every so like everything every you gotta, you gotta put a punch a code in or something yeah I think yeah. I don't know how it works but yeah either you put it on your phone you put yeah. it on YouTube you yeah. put it on all of the streaming apps you're gonna have to yeah everything should just be behind a paywall <laughs> no it is mostly mm. but all right uh some more Marvel there was a video on YouTube real quick there's yeah. a video on YouTube of this like guy parenting his his son yeah and he was like. Telling his son about because his son was looking up titties on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "Hey, man, like, if you want to, you have questions, like, just ask me. You don't have to be looking up you titties on YouTube. And furthermore, you're looking up titties on YouTube, and you're seeing like women being breast breastfeeding. Like, that's not the <laughs> oh, right titties to be looking at. He's not the kid's so confused. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> if you want to see some titties, just ask me. I'll show you. <laughs> don't be looking up titties on YouTube. You're gonna see breastfeeding. The, the kid, the kid grows up and it'll be like, "Why is milk coming out of these things? What's wrong?" <laughs> He's I'm sucking on by that. It's yeah. like, oh he no! Turns into oh yeah, homeland. I saw that. It was on like a, it was like a video, was yeah, like a TikTok yeah, yeah. video or something. Yeah, yeah, it was like a in social, yeah, Instagram or TikTok. Yeah, the kid was <laughs> dis- like being a cool father about like the kid seeing titties. Right I think right I saw time. that too. That was maybe a cool dad by re- recording myself yelling at you about <laughs> looking at titties. No, he was very <laughs> calm about it though, right? He was just explaining. He was calm. It. He was just yeah. like, dude, that's what's, that's messed up that you're looking up. Titties on YouTube. And everybody's <laughs> praising him for proper parenting in the 2020. Like, just ask me. Yeah, yeah, it's how you properly parent. You videotape your parent. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, the videotaping is a big question. Just to prove. <laughs> Look, I'm a good parent. See? <laughs> Look, I take care of my kids. It's the only time he's talked to him in like 12 years. Right. If it didn't yeah. happen on social media, then <laughs> it never happened, happen, right? <laughs> you're a shitty parent for not posting photos of your kid growing up. <laughs> what a world. Uh, okay, other Marvel fun news. Uh, if you wanted to purchase Spider-Man No Way Home, well, again, at the day this show posts, 
It's available on VOD the day before, March 15th. The, the release date got moved up for Spider-Man. So while we're recording, it tomorrow you can buy Spider-Man No Way Home on digital. The reason being the entire Blu-ray of it had leaked online and they had to push the release up, hmm. uh, which is you know great. Uh, the, the leak is not great, but great. And then I think physical copies still coming out in April. Uh, the movie currently is sitting at a domestic gross of $789 million. You add another billion and change internationally. It made over a billion dollars just internationally. Worldwide box office right now, $1.8 billion. Oh, so it didn't quite get $2 billion, It didn't but crack close. two. It's like uh, eight, uh, $869 million, $1 billion. I've come around on this movie. Okay, to what? <laughs> I love this movie. Yes. I am damn oh. tired talking about this yes, fucking movie. We talked about it. <laughs> the fact that you find a way to put it into every week. I just want people to know. For the last eight months. You can buy Spider-Man No Way Home digitally right now as you're listening you. to this. Very exciting. <laughs> That's all. I'll be buying it right away. Watching it again. Uh, okay. Enough about the Spider-Man. Let's move on to this. Deadpool 3, you guys, has a director. Uh, they've announced that Brian Reynolds' buddy... Sean Levy, who has directed him in two movies this year, is going right. to be directing Deadpool 2. They recently worked on Free Guy and then The Adam Project that's on Netflix, sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's now going to be directing Deadpool 3. And he's even gone so far as to say that he was really going to try whatever it takes to get Hugh Jackman to come back as Wolverine in Deadpool 3. Holy shit. Geek boner. That would be crazy. Uh, what do you wow. guys think? Uh, I have not seen any of uh, Sean Levy's movies. I've seen a couple. So I don't know his directing style. Do you think, Rugs, this is a good fit for the Deadpool 3? Will this be R-rated? Then we can- uh, I, I'll, it could be. Uh, the uh, Adam Project was like a uh, profanity-filled uh you know, movie. So I think that um, I don't think it was an R though. I think it was definitely PG thirteen. But they really use a lot. There was a lot of language in that. So I think that um, if they're gonna do an R or PG thirteen, I think that this guy, uh, I guess he he lets um, uh, what's his name do whatever he wants. What's his name? His guy, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Let's him do whatever he wants. He, so he's done a lot of comedy movies. This Sean Levy, like he seems to like. He got a good performance out of him in the Adam Project, a pretty decent one anyway. I don't know. I feel like he's fine. He doesn't really inspire me. He's just kind of like he's a competent director, I guess. He's just kind of like, uh, you know, any like boilerplate Marvel director. Same kind of thing. Uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick are returning to write this movie with Wendy Molino and Lizzie Molino. Logolin. What do you think, Anthony? You excited for Deadpool 3 with new director? I don't know if I'm excited, but I do like that Deadpool 3 will be in the MCU. Yeah. I like I like that obviously I'm a huge MCU fan, so anytime you can add a character that I think is popular with the fans, I think that's a good thing. And it's definitely gonna be rated R. They've already said it's gonna be rated that's R. True. And they're opening up by having all these Netflix shows on Disney Plus, they're making it okay to have a rated R stuff. Parental I mean, Disney, controls. Sure, yeah, Disney Plus, those shows are rated R. Yeah. Kingpin cut someone's head off with a 
Partor. Oh my god, and Punisher scrapes somebody's face with jagged mirrors. Right. So they're they're that's this is their way of of making it okay for some rated R stuff. This movie will uh it's not going to start filming this year, so we're a few years away from How this thing. How old is Ryan Reynolds? That's a I good bet he's older than you think. Uh Ryan Reynolds. Guess real quick before you look. I'm going to say okay, 48. I'm, I'm, you're going to say 48? I'm going to say mm-hmm. yeah, 45, 46, 46. Yeah, Imran's cl- closer, 45. Oh, he's 45. Oh, he's my oh. age. He was born the same year I was. I'm Jesus, a little bit older than him. Put put your two pictures together and have people guess who's older. Uh, you know what? Do you think one person would guess he's older? I, uh, I, if you put me next to him, he's going to look like he's 24 years old. <laughs> Even though we're the same age. Technically, I'm a few months older, but I look like I'm 15 years older. Yes. <laughs> but Ryan Reynolds, if you need someone to make you look younger, just hire me. I'll stand next to you. They should have had you being that albino chick in they the movie. Ca- they called me the older. I stand next to people and make them look younger. What was the domino? Oh, powder. No. Domino. Domino. We're about powder. Oh, was powder was another. The kid was all white and he had powder. No, talking about uh, yeah, the Dom- girl. Domino had vitiligo too yeah, in yeah. the movie. Yeah, in Deadpool. Yeah. I could have. I've been a sexy domino. Or they just gender swap it. They gender swap. Bigger boobs. Yeah, I got bigger boobs. Than <laughs> Zazzy beats. Zazzy beats ain't got nothing on these b cups over here <laughs> male Christ. uh but yeah so deadpool 3 is moving forward and uh let's hope it's raunchy and uh they get hugh jackman i don't know picturing him running a man's ear <laughs> a bra's ear bro the bro uh, uh, the bro's the bro. ear yeah the bro okay let's move on to dc you're sick of ta- uh, sick of talking about spider-man are you sick of talking about batman probably not we only talked about it for three hours last week batman the batman this yeah, what about it? some shit this, let's spoil some shit, Batman. This movie has made uh, $465 million. It's a, it's going to make $500 million soon, worldwide. Not bad for the $200 million Very budget. Good. Yeah, domestic. Second biggest ever. Yeah. Do- uh, or during the COVID era. Yeah. Yeah, so it's still doing good. And now they have said, after seeing the money, the Penguin spinoff is officially a go. Oh, shit. So we're going to have more Colin Farrell and Fat Suit doing Robert De Niro. As the penguin. I'm the penguin. Little bit. Little bit the penguin. Little bit. Uh, I'm curious how that's going to play out. I mean, I'm surprised that he wants to put on that fucking suit for a TV show. I'm surprised that they're making. I guess I'm not because it's DC, but I'm so just surprised that they're making an antagonist run TV show. I mean, they. Yeah. Do they want to make the penguin? like a, a sympathetic character No, you can't it's this got to be a bad guy this has got to be like a, a, a sopranos fucking show where he's and i don't know if it's a prequel or it's going to take place after the oh, movie. that's what they're gonna do they're gonna do the sopranos they could just the do penguin. the sopranos i mean it's gonna be in the the crime world of gotham and the iceberg lounge is it how he becomes he's not even the penguin is he how he becomes this oswald i don't know i don't know that is uh what is that name oswald cobblepot oswald cobblepot what do you mean like, what, like it, german or Hungarian? Can't be, I don't know. Yeah, what is that? Cobblepot. English. English. It's, yeah. it's English. So why is Anglo. He, why is he acting? <laughs> he's Italian. <laughs> because that's what mobsters are. Because, yeah, he's a gangster. He's just embracing it. He's like, I gotta sound like the guys yeah, in the movies. There's so many. There's gangsters of all different nationalities. Yes, there are. <laughs> there's Irish gangsters. Well, he's there's, only seen those movies. <laughs> there's Ita- yeah, there's lots of gangsters. Italians. There's, there's yeah. Yakuza. There's yeah, all sorts. Everybody has gangsters. Every, yeah, Every ethnicity's got gangsters. And he just, Who's and the best English. gangster of all time? The fucking the movies? The foot. No, the hand. The hand the and the foot. No, the, the triad. 
These are, all Wait, are you are, are we is this real or movies or or uh, on film on film on film what are the best gangsters yeah mm. the best gang on film well it's gotta be what the godfathers that was pretty good yeah Tony uh, Montana and Scarface and his whoa, crew. You don't like that's a good. You don't game. like the Sopranos, the best game. I've never seen the Sopranos. Sopranos are very good. They, they're not. Would that? Would you consider that film? The Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, but oh, that's, that's the not a film. TV that's show TV. is different though. Well, that's the thing is you got right. more time with them. You got There's so time. many more TV shows with good yes, gangsters. Goodfellas, those gangsters are good. Um, what you want to call it? Robert De Niro at 85 years old as a gangster. Eddie Martin Scorsese movie. <laughs> <laughs> It's all Italians because the, the Italian ones have been glamorized. We got to gangs like, in New York to the nth degree. What was that one? Those are the Irish gangsters. The movie with Daniel Day Lewis about New York in the 1800s. Oh, uh, gangs, in New, York. Gangs, gangs in New York. Yeah, yeah. gangs in New York. Those are There's Irish. the one that yeah. uh, that was made by Guy Ritchie in 2000. Oh, Snatch. Yeah, yeah that's Those are like you got, English. Yeah, you got English. You got the Gangster Squad for that movie. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, but the, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. What about uh, the gangsters in Boys in the Hood? Oh, see, oh. those aren't those aren't fun gangsters. Listen, all those eighty, all those movies from that period, Menace to Society, all the, or, yeah, Menace to Society, those, Juice, those aren't Boys those in aren't the Hood, those are the Bloods and the Crips. Yeah. yeah, those are those are. Oh man, I, this is I, this isn't fun life Yo, at all. What about the gangs from the Dick Tracy movie with War Beatty and Madonna? <laughs> no, <laughs> Hammerhead, fucking mind if I call you Dick? You got Al Pacino in that one. What about the ice gang from Batman and Robin? You don't like those guys? <laughs> those are awesome. They got to wear skates. They wear skates. I, I, my favorite is from the Tick comic books. He had a dude named Chairface. He literally had a chair for a head. He was a gangster. Best he gangsters. Gangsters. Makes no sense. Chairface. Oh. Yes. There's been a lot of gangsters. That'd be a good top five. Best gangsters. Best gangster movie or best gangsters. Yeah. Not movies. Oh. Just the best gangsters. What about which ones? Is, what about Fast and the Furious? Falcone a good gangster. Falcone a good gangster. Yeah, you've seen that. He's a gangster, but you've you've seen you've seen that gangster for four fifty years yeah. now. So yeah. it's an like Italian gangster. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a comic book accurate, but we've seen that so many times. Mm. Yeah, we got to look into this. We got to put some yeah, thought that's, into that's it. A, I mean, that's a whole that's, that's a whole off the show cuff. in and of itself. Seventies and eighties gangster movies. Yeah. Nineties, hmm. early nineties. Uh, no, they're always being style. Like they're always making gangster movies. Like that's never going to go out style. So, oh, I heard this rumor. Speaking of the Batman, yeah, yeah. So uh, changing the subject, um, a shorter ver- version of the movie yes. came out. Yeah, I saw yeah. that, and like, it, when they were testing the it, yeah, and it did, well, they tested a shorter version, but it didn't go over as well. So is this? Like a good, uh, is this a good argument for making what do you a long think they, movie? they cut out? Like that they, they didn't. Uh, what do you think? They just cut out some of the. <laughs> depends on what they cut out. Like yeah, there's some stuff, stuff that you need. Yeah, they. You're not gonna know what exactly they cut out, but um, I think I still hmm. stand by that this can be a shorter movie. That's this can be yeah. a two and a half hour movie, and I think it's the same movie. But it's interesting that they had a shorter cut and there's a longer cut, and the shorter cut didn't. T- maybe there wasn't enough closure, or we'd need to know what what they right, cut out. Right. So, I mean, there's definitely scenes like the you know the, at the end when they're leaving Catwoman and on the bikes, like it would need <laughs> to be that. Did it? No, I don't. I mean, the, the common critique I've seen now that I've actually watched reviews because I try to avoid them before yeah, we yeah, record yeah. the show is there's a lot of people 
including, I think, John Pilati, who's not a professional reviewer, <laughs> but have, have, have said that the movie, you think it ends, and then it, it's not ended, and then it, you think it's ended there, and, and then it's, it like, keeps nope, going. it's yeah. still not over. So, when it, so like anytime you have that thought where you're like, that's never I good. think this movie's over, yeah, yeah. and then it continues, <laughs> you're like, that's not good. I don't think that's ever a good yeah, sign. Yeah, it reminds me of the movie we're going to review later on. The movies that go on too long. This that, no, yeah. that, that this one no, that, that, not the same category. Yeah. But yeah, I see where you're going. With that. But that was a movie that I'm like, oh, why is this still going on? But also kind of like the end of Amazing Spider-Man Two, yeah, where you're like, that's the movie's over. One of those. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah, it was. Where there's a, a clear ending. Yeah. to the movie, yeah. and then it's like, oh shit! It's like, no, oh, you caught all the bad guys. It's, they killed them. What's, what's, it's over. Nope, not over. I'm on a comicbookmovie.com. Yeah. that says. Umbrella Academy season three is coming out June twenty second of twenty twenty two. Oh, this year! Oh, yeah, I think yeah. they put out a teaser. I'm uh, I'm still into that show. I like the I didn't like the first season and I like the second season. So I mean, seven is the it's, it's seven, right? That uh, the little kid, he's the best. I love him. Oh yeah, is that his name? Seven. I think he's seven. They're all numbers. But that's another show though where I need to look up what happened. Well, remember, again. there's a whole new team. There's that other society, and they have numbers, and everything changed because they fuck with time, and there was time travel. Oh yeah, time travel. And now it's like a whole new team of things. Uh, so that okay, man. There's a lot coming out this year. Uh, but maybe not as much as we thought. I'll get into that in a second. Last bit of Batman news. We 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 kind of all kind of dug Michael Giacchino's Batman score, right? Is that is that is that right? For the most part, yeah, it's haunting. It's haunting. It's it's memorable. A, it's memorable. It's a little more memorable than some. Not as memorable as others. Well, his new gig is confirmed not to be a composer but a director. He will be directing Marvel's Disney Plus Halloween special that's going to feature. Uh, Gabriel Gael Garcia as Werewolf by Night, and uh, he's directing. Whoa! Yeah, that's that seems that's a jump. He's not going to make the music. No, he's actually he probably, he probably make the music too and direct. He's going to do everything. He's going to star in it. That's crazy. Right? You, is that I don't, I don't. I don't. Obviously, I'm not as deep in the behind the scenes of filmmaking, but a composer jumping to director. I can't think of well, another uh, instance of this. I think that I, it's probably, yeah, I, I don't know about this. Definitely John Carpenter scores his movies. Oh. So he does write those songs, I think, to some of his movies. So um, there there has been uh, directors who make movies for their own films, and that does happen. Uh, but I've never heard of somebody who's specifically a a composer that becomes a director, but – I feel like they have a lot of the same talent pool. They have to actually envision uh, and create an atmosphere that to kind of complement the visuals, right? So they must have an understanding of, of storytelling, right? You so, jug- yeah. Yes, storytelling through music, which is very much what he did in that movie, and juggling many things. Like, I always thought composers are fucking, they got to be genius, brilliant people to have in your head the melody and the line for each instrument at going on and be able to transcribe it and write it down and make it happen. Like that's crazy. If you think about Lin Manuel Miranda, yeah, he's also, a fucking he's a genius. composer yeah. and a, a director. That's a right? brilliant so. musical mind to be able to, and to write lyrics of a show to go with all the music and the whole comp. It's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. That makes my head I hurt. Weirder, I see weirder shit. Uh, mu- let's see. Uh, John Carpenter. Well, well, the only thing yeah. is we don't really know what werewolf by night, 
or or this Halloween special like what? It might just be an hour long. Right. We don't know the length. I don't think it's going to be a full length movie. It's a special usually implies what thirty to an hour at most. So, yeah, it, maybe yeah, an maybe hour and a half. It could even long. be like fifteen minutes. <laughs> sure. Or it could be like an hour and a half. I don't know. Um, but well, well, how late? Well, how long was the uh, Star Wars special when they did that for like back in the day? Which one? The, ho- the, ho- the Halloween, the, the holiday one. special. That, I think yeah, that was just one. an hour on TV because it was broadcast yeah. on TV with commercial. Yeah, yeah. With the Chewbacca. Who got family. introduced in that? That was it. Was it Boba Fett? But uh, yes, in a cartoon. God. He was riding a giant creature, and then that's the line he refers to where he's like, "I've ridden bigger things than this Rancor." Mm. That was his actual first appearance. Was in that. Yeah, and there was like uh, Wookiees and stuff. So as far as composers and being directors or directors being composers, the list is not long. John Carpenter's name uh, comes up. Uh, Anthony Hopkins uh, composed music. Uh, is he directed d- anything? During his lifetime, I think. I don't know if he's directed anything. It doesn't doesn't surprise me at all that Anthony Hopkins. Robert Rodriguez is also a musician and a filmmaker. So uh, he might have done some of the music for El Mariachi. Uh, and then you have, they've got John Carpenter. They got Clint Eastwood uh, as a composer and a director. Get off my damn lawn. Yeah, I guess he's fucking composed some jazz shit. And Charlie Chaplin, who back then <laughs> he did everything. So Yeah, that, that's a different era. Yeah, that doesn't count. But that's not many. No, I think it does count. It's it just, does just count. a completely different era. It is like a crazy jump. I don't, I can't remember the last time I seen a composer become a director. But let's see how that goes for the Disney Plus Halloween special. Uh, before we get to the last thing, listener, I want to let you know we got a cool T Public shop where you can buy niche podcast swag like shirts and hoodies and mugs with our logo with Rug Boy's face. Visit jockinner.com slash shop. Uh, where there's many styles and colors to choose from. They're having sales all the time. Pick up some stuff. Wear it out. Show all, wear it proud. Show all your friends. Send us a photo. Show your love. Show your love. Okay, so I was just saying, there's so much content coming out this year in terms of movies, like the next superhero movie for us coming up very soon, Morbius, April 1st, whether we're looking forward to that or not is debatable. Uh, and then you got Doctor Strange in May, and like every month, every other month has a big superhero release. There's a little less now as Warner Brothers reshuffles some of the DC movies. Yep. Yeah. So, Black. Unfortunate timing because they just released that promo before, even before the Batman, they released yes. it in my theater where it was like, look at all this shit coming out from DC this year. The sizzle reel that had Black Adam, The Flash, and Aquaman, and The Batman. Well, the Batman's out. Those other three movies, all the release dates have been changed. Black Adam pushed back three months to October 21st, uh, 2022. Okay. Right. Still this year. Still this year. Now, here's where it gets crazy. Aquaman was set to open against Avatar 2 on December 16th. They have blinked. So you're going to have two underwater, big budget fucking spectacle movies. That's exhausting to think about seeing this as we talked about. That has moved to March 17, 2023. So a few months later, they instead have thrown to Avatar's uh, jaw, the Shazam sequel, Fury of the Gods, moved up to that December 16, 2022 date, which means either they don't 
think Shazam is going to do anything, and they're just like, no, sacrificing that's it. Not, no, that's not it. Or, they also moved the flashback, by the way. Yeah, no, that's the, well, I was waiting, saving that one because that's the big joke. But uh, the Flash moved November 4, 2022 to June 23rd, 2023. That is a seven month shift. Oh, that's crazy. For a movie about a speedster. This has been the slowest fucking time. They've been trying to make this movie since 2004. The first idea for this movie came out. Holy fuck, The Flash. Wow. So here's what what I read happened is now that movies are back in business and Hollywood is kind of seemingly back in business, all these production studios are now, they were all like bare bones for like the VFX and now they're all being pushed into high gear to make these movies. Oh. So they just don't have enough time to do all the VFX. Yeah. So they've had to push all these back because some of these are still being filmed. Yeah. But the reason why Shazam is being pushed up is because that movie's already completed. It's done. Filmmaking. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. So a lot of these movies have a lot of VFX work that still needs to be put in and they just, there's now a, a crunch on all the, the VFX artists that are doing this because movies are back at, back and they got speed. work. Wow, uh, but I, but yeah. it does seem it does seem weird that like Marvel is seemingly still although they pushed back some stuff, but they're seemingly still on schedule in terms of like keeping three movies a year. Yeah, and this one, like now it's just two. Yep, yep. This year had from four. DC, it's like these, serious momentum. Loss. Do these studios have house effects, or are they still going like little? independent well, I, places I bet they, they, use do, all they different. do they do a bunch yeah. so they they go to big they go to the big ones like uh like sam winston or whatever or whatever industrial the, light Weta, magic and shit Weta. Weta, yeah so they do they do they do the big ones but then they also outsource some of the others like not all of it goes to one it goes to multiple studios or mm. multiple vfx companies so it goes to big ones and little ones so there's that coordination of trying to get it all done because not all the big ones can do an entire movie so then you outsource some of the smaller stuff to the Smaller ones. I mean, I can't so I think they're, that's why they're delayed. I, I don't wow. mind that they pushed it back because they were trying to cram a lot of shit in this year. And, you know, weekends and dates were getting stacked with shit when uh, obviously they want people to come back, but fucking spread it out a little. Uh, so, but still, this Flash movie is hilarious. Like, will it ever come out? Yeah. That's the one I'm most looking forward to. Also, I got, this is so I got, crazy. Uh, are we. Are we moving on from this? Yeah, we're done. What do you got? I got two RIPs. Oh, yes. Let's talk. Okay. We'll end the news with the RIPs. I got one that happened just today that you guys probably don't care about. Uh, Razor Ramon passed away. Who? Big WWE guy. Oh, he's a WWE guy. He's gone. Oh. RIP. And then uh, William Hurt passed away. Yeah, that was that. General Ross. Thunderbolt Ross. Ross. A lot of other movies. A lot of good movies. Uh, Only like sixty in their sixties. So no, I think William Hurt was seventy-one. Oh yeah, yeah. Razor Ramon was sixty-three. 63. Yeah. Wow, he was a legend. When did he wrestle? What years was he big? He was a nineties guy. Okay, okay. Yeah. He was like a bad guy, right? His, that was his gimmick. How about one for the bad guy? Say hello to the bad. Oh my guy. God, Razor Ramon looks like if Craven the Hunter was a pro wrestler. That's what he looked like. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Like that. Jesus, his gimmick was like this Cuban. Uh, suave okay asshole did he have an accent he did <laughs> he'd, he'd open up with everything was it real hey, what was, was it real or was it a put on i think his real name is scott hall so uh, i'm not sure i don't know oh, it's not a real yeah. name <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure scott hall. Cuban. yeah 
But the William Hurt one was also like, whoa. Yeah. And, and, you know, not to gloss over his death, but the first thing I thought of after being like, oh, man, that sucks, was, oh, man, no Red Hulk. <laughs> they could recast. It's fine. Well, they're, if they're going to, here's, the, I mean, this is a real thing, though, for Marvel. Yeah. Like, Chadwick Boseman, they're not recasting right, him. Right. If you're not going to recast Chadwick Boseman, do you, are you just going to take this stance when when our actors pass away, that character dies? Right. Is this like a blanket thing now? That no, you, I think they should just get another white guy with a mustache. That's you it. Think so? Yeah, why I mean, not? That's what I would do, but I also don't agree with them not recasting T'Challa. Right. Like, I think that role should I mean, go to someone else. I think else. even Bo- Chadwick Boseman's brother was like, you should recast It's it. just a new way of thinking. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, you, right. you have... Yeah, legacy someone, roles. Not only that, but like if you know someone dies, you got to replace the show. Must go on. Like you get a you know? variant T'Challa and bring him into this universe. Do you think that people can't? They used to switch like uh, sisters and Roseanne every two weeks. Oh, moms and sisters <laughs> and everything always switch. They were like, that wasn't the same girl as last. Yeah, year. they just fucking switch him out. But William Hurt, fantastic actor. I mean, he has done so many amazing movies from the He's in body late, heat. Yeah, late seventies, altered states, uh, uh, really broadcast news. Just, just. Uh, he was in uh, the Dune, the TV Dune. He was the, yes, he was in TV Dune. He was in so many things. He was Duke Lido, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, No, that that guy, that guy's an amazing actor. That's a big loss because he was just great in everything. So two sad stories. Thanks for bringing me down. Oh, he was in History of Violence, too. He was a lot. Okay. Yeah. Rest in peace to them. Let's take a break here. We'll play some promos. We'll come back and review the most Michael Bayist film ever made. Bad Boys 2. Right after this. No? Maybe. Yeah. We'll talk about it. After these messages, we'll be right back. We'll get you back to your regularly scheduled podcast in just a minute. But we want to introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And I'm Blake on this highly produced advertisement. That's right. It's the History of Bad Ideas, a.k.a. Hobie. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast and on Facebook at the History of Bad Ideas. But if you like a podcast... Uh, round table with three to five guests usually every week depending on sick relief uh talking about all things geek including movies tv i ain't getting paid for this shit blake bitching about something and ranting uh and comic books and anything else that we can think of we have a top five list every week along with a box office news and somehow we have listeners so they send us some feedback we answer every week you can find us on itunes stitcher facebook spotify and any good podcast app because if you can't find us on in that podcast app it's not a good podcast app damn straight roger says goodbye goodbye transmission commencing this is wookie radio translated for the wookie i like that wookie your hosts, Ken, Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, hold it. Hold it. I said hold it. Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed you're some Wookiee. Start listening today, and remember... The Force will be with you, always. Doc and Nerd Listener, if you enjoy the show, if we've been giving you geek bonus for almost, it'll be seven years soon, guys. Wow, seven years. Yeah. 
Seven years of geek bonus. This month. Yeah, that is some serious medical condition. This month, soon, next week, March 23rd. Oh, my God, it's coming up. It's going to be our seven-year anniversary. Oh, God. So that's a lot of value we've been giving you. Want to show you love, give back, join our fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Link in the show notes. Uh, Got to say huge thank you this week to Jesse Rodriguez for increasing his support. Jockandnerd. Oh, shit. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who has supported us for many months. Uh, you get fun stuff like access to an exclusive RSS feed where we post the show early. There's bonus content. There's hours of extra bullshit on there to enjoy. We do monthly Discord hangouts. That gets you in there. It's just for our Patreon subscribers. The next one is next week, Thursday, March 24th, a day after. Jeez. I know it's up again. A day after our seventh birthday. Uh, and there's also a you pick it tier where you can pick any movie to force us to watch and review. Uh, and we've, we've, uh, we've done a bunch of them. We haven't done any in a while, but that brings us to this review here. But if any of that sounds fun, if you want to give back for all the geek boners, jockinner.com slash Patreon. So you pick it tier. This week's movie review is sponsored by Rumberto Rivera, who has been a patron for 47 months. Oh, shit. That's almost like the whole time we've been podcasting. That's how many? That's really years. Wow. 47 months. This is his. No, that's, that's not almost. It's like not seven years. That's like four years. That's like four I can't do math. I can't so do you know. I know it's like four over four years. <laughs> that's like almost the whole thing. It's yeah. actually it's like not, half, it's half time. Yeah. The, but that's, it's impressive nonetheless. It's an impressive <laughs> number. His first pick that we've already done on episode 293 was Ready Player One. Steven Spielberg's Ready Player One. It's a good movie. He has sent in. This is his second pick. And it is Bad Boys 2 from 2003. Randomly, the middle movie of a trilogy. Uh, I'm going to give you a spoiler alert for this fucking t- old movie. Here you go. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. This is the sequel, of course, to the 1995 movie Bad Boys. And then hilariously, part three just came out like in 2020, 17 years later. Bad Boys for Life. Wow. Yeah. So there's 17 year gap between parts two and three. Uh, now, he picked the second movie in this, right? And I have seen Bad Boys a long time ago. I don't remember it. Uh, but I believe somebody has a fresh memory of this movie, Anthony. To prep for this show, I not only watched Bad Boys 2 as requested, but I can't remember the last time I'd seen Bad Boys 1. Yeah. So I decided to watch that oh, first. Oh, my. And then watch Bad Boys oh. 2. And I think... I think we need to spend like first off. I want to know why <laughs> Roberto Rivera picked Bad Boys Two because if there's any movie of this trilogy and the fact that there's Bad Boys Three, I which I haven't seen. Yeah, if there's any movie that has any cultural significance, it's the first one, not this one. <laughs> so that's my first question: yeah. Why the hell did you pick this movie? Yeah. This is not at all a rememberable in terms of uh, like any sort of historical significance, but. That being said, I think we should spend like five minutes talking about Bad Boys and like what sure. that movie and like any sort of memory of it or like any anything. I guess I'll start before I even saw the movie. Yes, or a couple days ago, I always remember the original Bad Boys as like a movie where it was like you know a buddy cop movie. But I always remembered it being something that was held in like some high esteem. Yeah, 
you know, like for whatever reason, I it wasn't like a big part of my childhood like some other '80s or early '90s action films, but I knew of Bad Boys, and I I think I'd seen it, so I rewatched it, and it's Michael Bay's first film. Weirdly, now to think back, but Martin Lawrence was the bigger draw at that time. Not, so Martin uh. Lawrence was the the lead, and Will Smith was the backup. Oh my god! And it was basically the movie that made Will Smith like jet setted his career because yep. they were both doing TV shows, Martin and. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yep. So I rewatched that movie and I was like, man, this movie sucks. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Michael Bay's first movie, and it is like it is one of the worst edited filmed movies I've ever seen in my life. You cannot there are so many cuts in the action and of like chase scenes that you cannot follow what's going on. So I was like, how the hell? Other than like the chemistry between Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Yeah. I was just like, after watching that film the other day, I went, how the hell did Bad Boys become a franchise after this fucking movie? Like, what do you guys remember about that movie? If you've I just seen it? think that it was a time where like these contrived action films, like with a ridiculous stunts and like super style, stylistic direction and, you know, uh, things like that were starting to come to the forefront. That was like the new, th- the new way of action. Cause we had, pretty much exhausted Arnold and Sylvester Stallone at that point. And there was like now time for this new act. That's where he had like the, the Michael Bay films. He did the rock. He did this. There was, you know, all of his other freaking action movies. There was movies like that kind of copied it, like con air and all that other stuff. And they put Nicholas cage in there. They put John Woo movies. So this was like kind of at the beginning of all that. And, um, I think that the people just were so starved for like a new kind of action movie that was representative of like things in hip hop and, and kind of trying to be really, really on the cusp and hip that people liked it. They gravitated towards it. They, they didn't take it too seriously. Well, what what's funny though about bad boys is although it's Michael Bay's debut and it is, it is if you if you want to put it stylized, I would guess I guess it could be considered stylized. I was thinking about Bad Boys and I'm like, that movie is just a copy of so many other things. It's first off, it's a buddy cop movie, yeah, right? Which we we'd gotten a lot of, but also if you think about the beats in the original Bad Boys, I don't know if how much you guys. Even I remember don't remember it. this movie at all. I just remember Taylor Leone was in it and she was like a, a hostage or something. She was a she was <laughs> one of Will Smith's. Uh, call girl friends gets murdered right in the way in the right in the beginning of the movie, and she's the friend of the call girl witnesses it, and she's like in witness protection, oh, right. but but she's such a dumb character that she keeps getting herself out into trouble even though she's like supposed to be hiding. It's it's really bad. <laughs> um, but the, if you watch that movie, they basically copied the plot of Lethal Weapon too. Oh yeah. No, it's literally Lethal Weapon 2. It's these drug lords funneling in stuff into L.A., and these narcotics guys are trying to stop it. And you have Will Smith is basically Riggs, who's this like loose cannon kind of suave guy. And then Murtaugh is basically Martin Lawrence, who's this like uptight, like, I just want to be with my family type guy. Right, right, right. It's literally oh the same God, exact plot. So I was like, how the fuck did we just see like a better movie with better actors? Well, maybe not better actors, but better 
be, uh, better script. Yeah, bet, well, and then yeah. they copied it, and then this movie also became a franchise. It was so urban. I just found it interesting. It was an urban take on the Lethal Weapons. Yeah, it was like a stylish or like, like the, the Lethal Weapon is kind of like it. Fe- even though those guys are pretty young, they feel like they're so much older than Will Smith. That's true. Right. That's true. They're just the energy. For some reason, people just in their 30s in the 80s seem like they were in their 50s for some reason. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, what. 100%. Mel Gibson looks like he's 55. Uh, I, he was in his I think, 30s. I think he, when he filmed, the, yeah, he's in his 30s. Yeah. So all I know is I do think they were capitalizing off uh, the hip-hop culture getting into movies and TV. You know, the early 90s, late 80s, you had from Do the Right Thing to Boys in the Hood to Juice to Menace to Society. And I remember I loved Martin, the TV show, and I loved the Fresh Prince show. I was watching both of those religiously. So I remember being excited. And I know I've seen the first movie. I cannot fucking remember it to save my life, though. I'll, I'll say it is a very Miami movie. Yes. But I don't think it's a, actually all that much of an urban no, it's, movie. Well, yeah, it's a, it, it just happens to have yes, two black yeah, actors. One who's a rapper. And, yes. But well, the, yeah, I don't but think he's it's a rapper, but he's film. like a, I just think it's one of those things they put comedians in action movies. Yes. They yeah, did that, that, with Adam Sandler yeah. and Damon Wayans. Oh, right, that was right, an right. action movie, well, wasn't what it? What the fuck was that movie? Uh, that was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Sounds horrible. Yeah. And let, let's 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 use the, the rapper, yes, Will Smith, but this is the rapper that's coming off of Fresh Prince and not swearing right. in any of his yep. raps. Yep, and so. still doesn't. And then the next year he does uh Independence Day and then he gets oh, even no, bigger. This is, this is the rocket ship to Will Smith yeah, being yeah. like, this movie was the rocket ship to Will Smith where it's like every year he released a film, you're like, I got to see it. It's, there's another Will Smith movie because he does, uh, what does he do after this? Independence Sorry. Day the next year. Is that at the next day, next year? Yeah, 1996, Independence yeah, Day yeah. comes so, out. Yeah, I mean, it's that and then Independence Day and Enemy of the State. Yes. And then it's just like Will Smith becomes a, in it, like... He becomes a franchise in and of himself. For and a what's while. interesting, if you look before Bad Boys, he was actually doing like dramatic roles, you right. know, in movies until he he got his niche there. What was the? Uh, is it Six Degrees of Separation or? Right. Uh, yeah, he does that before, America. and he's like amazing in that movie as a dramatic turn. He's really good in that. And I was surprised. I was like, holy shit, Will Smith can act. Uh, and then he's just becomes a fucking action star. He becomes a, yeah. He becoming. I mean, even up into this movie, it was he was still on like that high of every year releasing a summer blockbuster and just going being gangbusters. And your, yeah. your question is really uh, good about why the second movie. And just I've yeah. talked to people I work with, and there seems to be a lot of love for the second movie. I think we can figure out why. Part of the reason is it's just more, and I think it's very similar to the first movie, just more. Well, it's like. Michael Bay was like, okay, last movie we had a car chase. We're going to have three car yes, chases just, in this okay. one. So here, here's, let's, <laughs> we're going to have three times the amount of explosions. Let's set up some numbers. Bad Boys 2 is the, on Rotten Tomatoes, 23% tomato meter, 4.3 out of 10 average rating. Okay. The first movie was made for $19 million, ends up making $141 million. Huge Whoa. fucking commercial success. The second movie, the fucking budget is $130 million. Oh, wow. They went from $19 million to giving Michael Bay, here's all the money. Do whatever you fucking want. Right. Opening weekend, it makes $46 million and it finishes box office worldwide $273 million. So that's less profitable, clearly, than the first movie was, which is probably what they were hoping 
Uh, this one is direct. They were hoping it would be less no, profitable. No, th- they, they were hoping it would be more profitable. Not what they were hoping. That's <laughs> what I meant to say. But they, they still made a money. They still, they, still made, they still made good money. Directed by Michael Bay um, and produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. So again, Jerry my, Bruckheimer and Michael Bay go on to make big, loud Br- I mean, Bruckheimer is making a bunch of well, movies at this point. Think yeah. about Bay had, between this, he had The Rock, Armageddon, Pearl Harbor, yeah. and then Bad Boys 2. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, this is this is in the in peak Michael Bay. Right. Yes. Yeah, after Ar- like Armageddon was uh was a pretty big movie. Ar- that was I would argue that's his peak. Right. That's that he he can he as Bill Simmons would say on the rewatchables. That's his apex mountain where he that's the most juice he's ever going to have behind him. Well, I don't think so. He did Transformers. That was pretty huge too. That was like a big. That was big. big but then he like it. It was. I think Armageddon was more. Um. Like he could have done whatever he wanted after Armageddon. Transformers was like everyone liked Transformers, but it was already like there, his his career was going to start to go down. I feel like his that. best movie is The Island. Well, but he yeah. he redoes a chase scene that is in this movie in the fucking island. Yeah, he does. You know, and he also Whoosh, he uses it falls out. yes, it's the same scene. And in this other movie, Pain and Gain, he reuses the chopper shots from Bad Boys Two in Pain and Gain. Uh, so yeah. he is just re- recycling shit. Uh, yeah, he's definitely a recycler. Anthony, this is yeah. a long fucking movie that just could keeps going and going and going. Break yeah. it down. What happens in this movie? What's the plot? Well, I guess if you've seen Bad Boys One, it it's is same very accurate movie. that it's the same thing. But the the plot here is Will Smith, Martin Lawrence. It's eight years, I believe, after Bad Boys. They're still partners in Miami as narcotics agents. And they're trying to basically do a bust on all this ecstasy that's coming into Miami that's laced with stuff um, from this Hispanic gangster. It's kind of ambiguous. Cuban? Cuban? Yeah. He's Cuban. Cuban. Yes. Yeah. And, and they're just trying to stop drugs from, you know, they're just trying to bust this guy. That's, that's really the whole movie is just him busting. And there's a bunch of side stuff that's going on that kind of plays off of the first yeah. film. So yeah, it's, that's yeah. really that's it. Pretty much it. It's just fucking, it's just a gigantic, if I had to describe it, it's a gigantic buddy cop. It's an early two thousands buddy cop, shoot them up, catch the drug Lords thrown in. Let's take breaks to do improv comedy bits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's to make this two and a half. Do some hours. banter, throw in some subplots yeah. that didn't need to be there, and then get to the next blow up. Just, scene. just completely interrupt the pace of the movie yeah. and have do a riff on the fifteen-year-old boyfriend taking out the daughter. Oh even though the, that's my favorite part. Let's of the movie. talk about even though both scenes. of those guys are supposed to be like have like peak tension at this moment where they just hate each other, but they're going to play off each other to like give this kid shit. The Reggie <laughs> scene is easily the most popular, one of the most popular, the most popular scenes popular from scene. this movie, and it's hilarious. Um, but boy, that's not, that's not the movie. If you, I mean, that one five minute scene is good, but is the whole movie good? I know. Yeah, I, I didn't say the whole movie's good. Uh, that scene is great. There's, there's incredible, crazy, insane action scenes, right? And they are the, the choppy editing is there and sometimes it's hard to follow, but this, they're entertaining and they're insane practical effects scenes. Like if you took this movie and just give me the action scenes and the Reggie scene and take everything else out, I would be fine. Uh, I would I would say that Reggie scene works well on its own. It doesn't work well when you put it in, in the pace of the movie. Yeah, 
because as mentioned, that scene right before that scene, uh, Martin is revealed to, uh, or Marcus, Marcus is revealed yeah. to, to Mike Lowry yeah. that, uh, that they're not going to be partners anymore. And they're like, this is the last mission. And they're like, they have that tension where it's like, they've been hiding things from yeah. one another. And then all of a sudden the movie takes a break to go. Now let's just do a bit. It's like a sketch. Where, we're making fun, yeah. where they're giving this 15-year-old shit for taking out the daughter. It's totally incongruent with the entire tone exactly, of the movie yeah. at that point. And he's like, how old are you, 50? You look like a 30-year-old. You look like a 30, motherfucker. And, it, and it's like, it's funny, but it's like, Jesus Christ, it's unnecessarily very it's mean. It's so mean. I mean, they're assaulting him and frisking him. He, they pull out a gun on the guy. He pulls a gun to his head. I'm like, holy shit, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, he pulls a gun on the kid. Will Smith is just saying the N-word way too much. I don't know if all that was necessary. And I felt bad for that. He was, he did look like he was 30, but Jesus Christ. Apparently, he comes back <laughs> he in the third movie, the same actor, Reggie, which is kind of funny. Oh. But... Holy shit, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? It just breaks into like an in living color sketch comedy bit. Uh yeah, do it does this multiple do that. times throughout. Out of nowhere. But what do we, let's do opening thoughts real quick. Uh okay. Oh, that movie this movie is way too long. It's, first of all, it's <laughs> over two and a half hours. You thought the Batman it does was not, long? does not need to be two and a half hours long. This movie needs to be an hour and twenty minutes. And then we're <laughs> in and out and we're good. Ninety minutes is more than enough to tell it's the story. It's so here. self-indulgent. It's so much. It attacks you visually for the whole time. They literally it's, do the same like car chase twice. It's exhausting. Where shit is falling off and they have to dodge it. They did the one with bodies and then one with cars. There's so much like weird, tasteless humor also now, and just like no. There is no concern for any human life. There's no consequence no, for the characters. Just, no. Collateral people damage are dying everywhere. Left and right. I mean, on the, on the one hand, he's we did our 80s action movie showdown. He's kind of channeling some of what was going on in those movies, right? But it's 100%. but it just it has a different feel. It's just too much. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't feel they are doing those 80s things for sure. They, I mean, the amount of these are the two worst narcotics cops yes, in the world. They fuck up all right? the time. Like the amount of, but this is like uh, in lieu, of, that's like part of the gimmick of the action movies from the yep. 80s and 90s is it was just like indiscriminate gunfire yep. into like cities, yep. right? But for some reason, it doesn't have that charm in this because I think it's just because it's like 15 years late. It's 2003 I think at this point. I think there's an, uh, a way it's being shot. It, it, it's there's parts of it. Even though it's super style, stylized, like just the way that it's shot a little bit, kind of there's a lot of point of view and a lot of this and that. It makes it feel more uh, visceral, and it, so when people are like blowing each other away, I mean, the it just has a huge. different impact. It's yeah. not as cartoony, right? As like you know, in a team when you blow something up, there's always a guy flying in the yeah. air, just like you know, it's not real. Yeah. Like you know, th- these are a little bit more uh, graphic. And a little bit more kind of like uh, candy. I mean, and this is kind of what Michael Bay does best is these. But he's his shots are always so close, so choppy editing. Everyone, you're looking at everybody from below up into their nostrils all the time. And there's <laughs> wait, well, yeah. let me say yeah. this: this movie's better than the first one. Oh shit! I was oh, wondering shit. about this. Is why I think people like this one because it's this movie's better than the first one in that the plot, although still all, like doesn't need to be this long and it's kind of still like weaving in and out the plot is actually a little tighter than the wow, first one really the, the characters are are somewhat a little bit more like i mean it's still the 
at the end of the day, the movie still rides on Martin Lawrence yeah. and Will Smith having chemistry, yeah. which they do. Right. But this movie's actually shot better than the okay. first one. The first one is edited and shot horribly. This one actually has some pretty creative shots. Like there's the scene where they're with the Haitians in the shootout the and they're doing the revolving camera. Yeah, the yeah, 360. The 360. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like the shots of or the the chase scenes with the boat and the cars yeah. and then the the dead bodies i was like i i haven't seen yeah, this like this is kind of it's fun intense. it's very of its time yeah. but I'll, I'll just stay right off the bat that i think this is actually better than well the first he learned one. stuff you know between making the two movies and then to be, it was a long distance there's a lot of the three movies in between so yeah but and to yeah. be given that budget like he had the money to m- blow shit up and make things look like how he wanted and he clearly used it you can clearly see though like Michael Bay's worldview yeah. of like how to direct action and what's funny and not, you can see in this movie you go, yeah, this just isn't gonna last. Like this, 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 this isn't a timeless no. thing the way he's doing it's this. Time was already way, done the, when it came out. Yeah, th- this is very much of its time, and even at that time, maybe not at that time, but very soon after, you'd be like, wait, this movie's like racist. Yep. It's homophobic, sexist, yeah. and homophobic, yes. and Fuck. and there's like problems because it's a white guy directing. <laughs> yes, a white guy telling him to keep saying the n word. Will Smith, you're doing great. I mean, really? not only that. I mean, I wrote it down. It was like right away the the girl the the drug guy refers to the women. He's like, get out of the bed, bitches. Yes. Right. L- later on, there's a naked dead girl where we get to see boobs. Rug's favorite. Yeah. And the the coroner comes in and is like. Okay, give me the bimbo. Yeah, she's just a she's a bimbo because she's dead and has big boobs. And, and okay. they're making jokes about big ass dead titties. I mean, like the the dead body jokes alone. Holy shit, what is happening? Well, th- then they broadcast this like, which I thought was funny. Oh. This like con- conversation yes. between Will Smith In and Martin Lawrence, where it's like they, they might be gay, yes. right? And then it is kind of funny because he got shot in the ass. But then you have the late <laughs> as they're leaving, the black lady goes, "You guys need Jesus." Just that Michael Bay. See, Michael Bay was known for directing Victoria's Secret commercials. And, like, and music videos. And music videos. Yeah, music videos. So, but, like, yeah, a lot of music videos. His movies were just glorified music yeah, videos. Yeah, with violence. So he, he didn't really... Uh, he, he started to kind of like get a handle on directing by the time he did Pearl Harbor, I guess, uh, to a degree. Even Pearl Harbor was over the top for like a, a, a historical right. fucking biopic. Absolutely. So yeah, he's always doesn't know when to stop. He's always yeah, overindulgent, and um, they, they nobody told him no in this movie. Like that's why I think it's the Michael Bay is fucking movie. Like he did everything. He, he definitely wanted. has. Yeah, he definitely has full control of the reins at this point. It's it's a very, I mean, it is entertaining, but it's a very kind of mean spirited. It's movie. so mean, and it's that kind of movie that that age when there were mean spirited, but like we had gotten past that. I thought like in two thousand three, where that you know in the early two thousands you had shitty action movies, but you also had some action movies getting smarter and and better. So it was a weird time. Well, also the early two thousands were a time when franchises were really a big right. thing and summer blockbusters. Yeah. But this was a time when like. It wasn't just superheroes that were making money. Like you could release a franchise movie in the summer as a blockbuster, and that could make money. Like anything, like anything could make. Money. Yeah, yeah. So like the well, that's before. it almost felt like the it almost felt like the the we were a little bit more accepting of just like we just want to see big things on the screen well, right now. Back in those days, the movies were more actor driven, so it's talent driven. It was like either the director or the actor. Is what sold you on the movie and had nothing to do with the IP. 
The IP but, was like but having of, IP helped. Yeah, I mean, it was. It started to become a thing, like you know, right. like you know, Star Wars was always there. They started doing all the other stuff, but like these, like I think Harry Potter's just started coming out. But you had around. shit like the Transporter trying to be a franchise, like Triple X, like these kind of fucking big action movies yeah. trying to becoming franchises. Yeah, but that's because they were like Vin Diesel vehicles. Right, Vin Diesel right. was hot. Right, and Jason Statham put him in everything. Yeah. You know, Jason Statham started to pick up. So, like, it was one of these things, actor-driven franchises. Uh, Mission Impossible was the big one, and Born Identity, See, that was the big one. those got better. Do you think this movie, Bad Boys 2, had an effect on action movies in the next decade? No. 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 This, was, this, is, this, is a, this is a... This is a completely... This is not going to be remembered as one of the best no, movies. And no, time. and it's, it hasn't been, clearly. It's literally... If you've seen Too Fast, Too Furious, yeah. it's, the same, it's the same type of movie. Miami, drugs. Yeah. I mean, fast Miami looks great. Yeah, bright. Yeah, yeah orange screen f- looks great in terms of like how it's filmed, but completely forget. It. It's like I wrote down. It's junk food, but you know it's junk oh, yes. food, and you still yes. eat it. Anyways. Yeah, oh, it's super this junk food. Time. But it's like too yeah. much junk food that doesn't know when to stop. There's a couple of things I found entertaining. Let's just go through the stuff we liked. like. Like. I like how it opens up with a KKK drug deal shootout. That's I was not expecting that. I just love when the <laughs> Michael guy goes, Shannon's there. And Michael, Michael yeah, Shannon. weird cast. Michael Shannon uh, as one of the KKK guys. You got Joey Pantoliano. But I love when the guy goes, white power. And then they just reveal themselves. They're like, blue power, motherfuckers. I was like, oh, wow. That's what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> but you got great things like, you know, Will Smith jumping in the air with two guns and rolling and rolling on the crowd and shooting. And they never get hit except when Will Smith shoots him in the ass. It's the only time either <laughs> of them get hit. Uh, the rats fucking what the fuck is going on here, Michael? Bay? <laughs> yeah, they. Fuck. Why do is you have true? to show us? He's like they fuck like us. <laughs> Why did we need to see that? that I don't. Weird, know. That was a weird. That was scene. a weird, that was weird a, choice. That was a really weird, Very scene. weird choice. That's a thing that happens in this movie. Marcus getting high. That scene is hilarious. That that scene is he's high on ecstasy. Yeah. It's funny, but that that. No, they they clearly didn't even know what what, like, it does. what that even yeah, meant. Yeah. yeah, that that that's not at all. First of all, how does he not notice that there's pills in the glass that he just picked up? But I just love when he's like, "This is a nice fish, big fucking eyes, but it's a nice fish." It's just like <laughs> this is supple leather. It's really nice. But that's that's my point of this movie <laughs> when so I brought silly. it up is they they are they're on this track right, but they're always like, "Let's do a comedy bit." So then they they have him take the ecstasy and they go ten minutes where he's in. Uh, Joe Pantaleone's house, and they're just doing this bit where he's on X, and and Will Smith's trying to tell the story to the captain, but also stop him from like exposing that he's on X. <laughs> so silly. Yeah, at that point, I was like, man, they're they're really like taking their time with and this shit. Let's is, go. Yeah, the, how is the captain not noticing how weird fucking Marcus is being, and he's just like, oh shit. But like, there's so there's the so there's the, the Latin. The Cuban drug lord, first of all, the guy who was the guy playing that, he was horrible. Yeah, he's there. Horrible. Terrible. Then you got fucking Russians <laughs> with Peter Stormari. There's a Russian gang who's fucking great. I always love Peter Stormari. Then you got fucking Haitians. There's just so many things going on. Uh, well, I actually kind of like yeah. that just because it's very Miami. Oh, that's true. You got Cubans, Russians, Haitians, like what these movies did really well, both Pad Boys and Bad Boys 2, is they very much felt like 
you were in Miami, yeah. which is, you know, different than a New York, an L.A. Like Miami has its own feel, and Michael Bay does a really good job of capturing. It that. looked great. We're in. Yeah, Miami, Miami looked great. It, you can definitely feel like uh, that's. I'll give him credit on that. You feel like. You feel immersed in yeah, Miami culture yeah. when you watch these movies. Oh, uh, we got Henry Rollins in this fucking movie. That's I also thought was yeah, he had a little cameo. Ca- Let me ask you this: How does Marcus afford that house if he's just a police officer? And how does Mike afford that nice car? Well, property <laughs> is just cheap. Police officers. Well, is it, well, how does hey? He's got a lot of expensive cars. Uh, yeah, is, did they say he had a trust fund or something? Yeah, they, that's a thing in the first oh. movie where Mike Lowry has a trust oh. fund. And they they reference that again, but it's like never touched upon why he where has, like what his from? trust where did he like what his parents did to have that trust yeah. fund. Yeah, Florida like, property oh, is not fund, that baby. expensive, I don't think, at that time. But uh, the trust fund, that car is that that's the weird thing. Yeah, it's uh, they're the they're the one of the scenes I really liked yeah. was when they're describing to uh, the captain played by Joe Pantaleone, yeah, Joey Pants about uh, like what happened and and like that big chase scene it's right after and they're explaining what an x dealer is yeah. to him yeah. and I, I wrote this down it's like they're explaining to him the x dealer and joe pantaleone go, he's like marcus is basically like that's where their deal ecstasy they call him that and joe pantaleone goes marcus i know what they call him that's why i'm the captain <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, yeah okay <laughs> jesus uh and then of course like you know the big moment where you have we we ride together, we die together. Bad boys for life. And then suddenly everybody just volunteers to help them do this thing that's probably illegal. Oh, probably illegal. That yeah. would have started a war. Yeah, they go into <laughs> Cuba and then do a siege. The siege, by the way, reminded me of the third act of Commando a little 100%. bit. One hundred percent. Right? You had to, he had to have watched Commando. Total and Commando. Then, uh, That's like the, oh, he totally he saw Commando. Commando. But there is so much destruction. They're driving their cars through these the Flavella shacks. Like, are there people in there? Oh yeah, I mean, they're just running over people. The amount of I think that was a that's like a, a trope too. Riding through like they, they do that in a lot of movies. They do it in, in Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, they do they do ride through the favelas, but it's more the in Fast Five they. Uh, that the, the the bank vault is just destroying everything. Oh, that's right. I do remember that scene. There was one Jackie Chan movie where they, I think it was called Thunderbolt, that they did that too, I think. And in a way, I, I feel like Zack Snyder had picked up on the Bayham destruction with, with his movies, you know? That's like the next time we've seen destruction on that level. It's yeah. like Zack Snyder channeling Michael Bay. I mean, I was, I literally, when that when they're riding through the favelas like that, first time, I'm like, man, there's, if you're you're thinking about this movie in real terms, there's a bunch of people just getting yeah, fucking murdered right now. But I was yeah. like, when I'm watching, I'm like, how the hell did he film that? That's actually kind of cool, right? It's impressive. Yeah, there's some impressive fucking action scenes and explosions. Like and how many cars scenes. did he have to total to do that, dude? They're throwing cars. I love that line. He's like, they throwing cars. At first, I was like, why did the dude steal a semi with cars to get away? That's a slow ass vehicle. But then I was like, oh, I get it. But it was going really fast. And it, just the destruction, the boat, the fucking boat. Jesus Christ. And yeah, there's no way he would have dodged all that shit. Uh, and then the dead bodies, like, I don't know. There was so much dead body. Like when the guy's head. His decapitation. The guy's yeah. head. Yeah, he this decapitation. The guy's scalp falls off in the fucking morgue. I'm like, this is like kind of distasteful. Dead bodies. What the fuck is happening? 
and it just goes on and on. I, I mean, it's a movie. It just like I wouldn't have minded any of that stuff. It just was too long. Yeah, they just needed to edit this shit down, make it tighter. Yeah. Well, they got and uh, the subplots like the whole Sid and him hooking up, and then uh, Marcus trying to be all husa and rubbing well, the, his ears. The, the like, subplot this, where they so this is copying the first movie. So okay. the first movie they had a thing where they both there's a part in the first movie with Tia Leone where she thinks Mike Lowry who's Will Smith. And Martin Lawrence playing uh, playing Marcus are flipped. She thinks oh. Martin Lawrence is Mike Lowry, so Martin Lawrence has to pretend he's Will Smith, okay, and hang with her at his Will Smith's place. Oh god! And then Will Smith has to be Mar- Martin and like go live with his kids. This is a so, sitcom episode, so right. So they're doing like this whole thing where it's like misunderstanding, and then they tried to keep that going here, where Mike. Lowry's dating Martin's sister, but doesn't. But Martin doesn't know about right, it. Or, uh, okay. Marcus doesn't know yeah, about it. Yeah. And then Marcus is hiding the fact that they're him and Mike are not going to be partners anymore. Ah. So doing the they're doing the gift the thing again. Yeah. But they like they do it, and then they just completely trap. Nothing it. Like comes out of out any of that. Yes. Yeah. They find out, and then they're like, "All right, well, we're just going to make fun of this fifteen-year-old." <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> they just drop it and harass Reggie and physically threaten to I will give, shoot him. I will say this, though. This is like peak Gabrielle Union. In oh, this she movie looks as great well. in this movie. She's looking great. Yeah. Not, I, doesn't really have much to do. And no. like the character's not very deep at all. But She does some shooting and some stunting, stunt tricks. Yeah, she just, uh, I mean, she's literally just there because Michael Bay thinks she's hot. Yeah, and she's there to be kidnapped, so they have to <laughs> save her ass. Right. Yeah. Did you, I have two things I wrote down. Yeah. Did you recognize who one of the Russian guys was? That um, guy that gets cut up, Joseph? No. You probably don't. He's a UFC fighter, Oleg Tektarov. Oh, shit. But here's the other one. I'm, I'm be surprised if you guys know. Do you know who that guy is, the nerd that's playing the, with the glasses that's their like, hacker? Who was that guy? John no, Sally. Do you know who that is? Oh, isn't he a basketball player? Yeah, he's an NBA champion basketball John player. Sally was oh, in this fucking shit. movie? This movie has the craziest cast. He's in the first one, too. Oh, my God. Wow. Is he? And he's been acting, huh? Yeah, he's Oh, six, he was good. Ten. Yes, now I remember. He was kind of funny. Yeah, he's there. He's there. He's the... In the first movie, he's in jail, and they break him out of jail because they need him to hack something. So now in this one, he's still the hacker. I wouldn't have uh, cast him as a hacker, but I guess he pulled it off. He seemed yeah. like a nerdy hacker type. <laughs> You know who else I loved? Uh, the Cuban gang leader's racist grandmother. She was funny. She, she was funny. When he kills his cousin, and she goes, oh, what happened? He goes, oh, he shot himself. And she's like, oh, it's too bad. <laughs> I'll pray for him. Yeah, I'll pray for him. Pray she for just immediately believes it. She just believes. When he's got the gun in his hand, he's standing yeah. there. He's like, oh, he shot himself. She's like, oh, I'll pray for him. She's and like, then, oh, call it. don't forget to call his mom. <laughs> like, I will, I will. And then she's got a shotgun and fucking fires at them. She got killed, right? They blew her away. Yeah. No, no, no. No, they, no. No, they, they just, they, they, he, one of the Knocks guys. Knocks her out. Yeah, apologize. Oh, yeah, he goes, I'm sorry. Mama, face, and then yeah. he it. Jesus, that's where he draws the line? He can't kill the racist grandmother? I mean, she's old. Yeah. There, the, one of the other lines I liked is when Will Smith is fighting with one of the guys. And the guy bites him, and he just goes, after the guy bites him, he goes, that boy bit me. <laughs> I do like when they're in the, the high-speed chase and the gun goes off in the car. He's like, shoot outside. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and then afterwards, they're like, he's hearing from insurance, and it's going to cost X amount of dollars. He's like, is it because of the glove compartment? <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it. But did we really need to see the pool gag done twice? Of course you do. It's Michael Bay. Oh, God. This is, you're right. This is like. 
Michael Bay when he when he's really getting off the rails. He must have like, been doing do rails. No, he was doing rails of cocaine oh, while making this movie because that's, was, how, you, yeah, that's how you feel after you're done watching this movie. I feel like I just did a big line of coke. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, this is a this is a big big time. This is like all the 80s coke, but yeah. they put it in 2003. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it has the 80s hyper-masculinity, the self-indulgence. The- oh, it's it's almost completely appropriate that we're doing this yes. right after we reviewed it's some 80s exactly stuff because it's still those, a throwback to it's, that. It's absolutely those movies. <laughs> well, you could tell that Mike probably loved those movies from the yeah. early 80s, and he was wanted to kind of do his version of it. So, um, yeah, like Lethal Weapon, all those fucking movies came out in the 80s. So, like... What is this? Ten years later? How many years later is this? Uh, like fifteen. Yeah. So. Well, you, you definitely, yeah, you definitely could see that, like, what Michael Bay, how Michael Bay feels about being a man in 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 like either the military or the law. Like, yeah. He, his worldview is fucking do whatever it takes to get the fucking bad guy. Like that. That's what he thinks. Like that's what he grew up on. Yep. And that's what he wants to implore in all his actors is like. Yeah. Whatever it fucking takes, hunt down that motherfucking bad yeah. guy also, and who gives a fuck about everything else. He's also one of these guys that always cuts a deal with like the army 100%. and like car companies. Yeah. And like glory, like, he's doing like everything looks like an army. He does like, their uh, war, war propaganda movies for them, pretty yeah, much. That, you the, know? The, as you brought up earlier, Imran, that ending, like that third act, yeah. is all of a sudden becomes like this, like, ba- this, like, flag for the army where it's like all these special op guys really want to get in on yeah, going to Cuba like, and fucking taking you. this down. I'm, I'm in. in. Let's I'm go. In. I'm like, really? <laughs> you are violating so many international laws right now that this shouldn't even happen. So his new, he's got a new movie coming out, uh, Bay, this year called Ambulance. Have any of you seen the no, trailer? No. First of all, it stars Yaya Abdul-Mateen II and Jake Gyllenhaal. And I, I shit you not, the trailer tells you the whole fucking movie. In the trailer. <laughs> and it's these like two bank robbers that they, they kidnap an ambulance with a, a paramedic and a body inside. And they're being chased by the cops. And then the two people, the two of them have a falling out. They don't agree what they should do. One of them doesn't want to kill. The other one was the whole movie is in the fucking trailer. Like, you don't need to watch the movie. Just watch the trailer for And it's called the ambulance. It's just like one word. But it's again, it's so Michael Bay. It's got the lens flare and the well, action listen, shots. I think it's okay to be Michael Bay. I think it's okay to have a style that's completely yours. Like that Michael Bay style, yeah. you could see it a mile away. Yeah. Like you watch a movie and you're like, oh, that's a Michael Bay film. He always makes everything look beautiful. He always makes women look beautiful. He he knows how to shoot uh, like these kind of rich palettes and in these like use slow-mo and all that stuff. I do think that he needs to kind of, be a little bit more less self-indulgent and more kind of like subtle. (laughs) (laughs) Is that going to happen? Well, here, here's the question. Look now, you know, that action kind of evolved into smarter action movies. If you think of like the John wicks, if you think of the later mission impossible movies, or even like Mad Max Fury road, we've got, you don't even have to go that far. Taken was coming out. Taken was also coming out. Mission impossibles were out. The expendables was coming out at this time. No, they don't not expend. That's you're you're totally off. I'm talking about like smarter action movies. Taken was kind of smart. Taken goes back and forth between the smart and the dumb, but is there still what by smart? I mean, like, you're not like doing slow mo ass shots of yeah, fucking women right. in these movie in yeah. that movie. 
There, yeah. There's no topless girls on ecstasy in a rave. Right. You're not. You're not. You don't have a dead body of a <laughs> with, t- with big fake tits calling her the titties. bimbo. But you do have Fast and Furious. That's when the Fast and the Furious started. Like uh, that franchise started to kind of germinate at that point. So is there still a place for Michael Bay movies today? I think that. Well, I I wouldn't mind it. Like I'm not above it. Like I'm not saying like um, I'm gonna like clutch uh, clutch pearls and go. No. Oh, I could never watch. But, I would no, love to watch I, another crazy fucking stylized action. But movie. I'm talking just, about all style, no substance. Like now, the style comes with a little bit of substance. Yeah, I should. think that we're. I think that we're a lot more aware and a lot more kind of like looking at these scripts a lot more because we're watching more movies and we're kind of seeing more tropes and we're analyzing the shit out of everything. So I think that anybody who's writing a movie now has to be, well, hopefully either even with the audience or one step ahead of the audience. I would agree. I think we should circle back to bad boys because we're not done with it. But I think, um, I think Michael Bay's time has passed. Mm, I think, mm. I think he can make movies, but I think, this style of movie and Transformers, like that run on Transformers, yeah. by the end, yeah. his name is like his name does not have like his name has really bad cachet. Yeah, those movies weren't making industry. money by the end, you know. It, it, you you would like peak Michael Bay like this time the first Transformers he could attach his name to stuff. You know, he was producing remakes of horror movies yeah. at one point. Yeah, and like you attached his name and it was like, oh, this is a name. But by the end. His his name has just been so dragged through the mud, like it's a joke. Like Michael Bay's name is not is not at all the like what it was before. Like he, no way. He can produce. Yeah. Let him produce. That's fine. Don't let him fucking direct. Because I heard again, I heard the third Bad Boys is really good because he doesn't direct it, and it's got a much yeah. higher Rotten Tomatoes rating. Like it's in the eighties or something crazy. I I don't know. I feel like that the same guy who was his creative to kind of give us all this. N- kind of interesting stuff to look at even though it was saddled with like a lot of stupidity yeah. like i said i i just i see somewhat of an artist there even even though it's misunderstood like zach snyder is the same thing yeah, to me. yeah absolutely i'm like i do see a visionary person mm-hmm. there i just don't think that they're being utilized properly i don't think they know that their strengths are they need somebody to guide them you can way you can as a director here's how i would put it as a director, this is Michael Bay. You can only give the audience so much cocaine before they OD. <laughs> yes, he definitely and, OD. And, and we're definitely at the point. Yes, we're way past the point of OD. We, we're yeah, we're right. now looking back at it and we're going, shouldn't have done all that cocaine. Was, yes, that was too much. <laughs> That's <laughs> too much cocaine. One too many. I feel like if you have a really good producer that can rein you in, yeah, you might you might have something. He's, but, but none he's of these directors big. want to be told what to do. They're too old. And, right? and Michael Bay got too big. Like yeah. you're, you're right. Yeah. I think actually Transformers might have been his peak peak mm. because that's that's when he got a good like he got an IP and they let him do whatever the fuck he wanted with that IP. And he like the first Transformers was like a big hit. Yeah. So then it was like you have an IP. You made a hit with a big IP. Now you can do whatever you want with this IP. And it was like. Oh, Michael Bay with an IP and him just completely unhinged and making fucking like Transformers robots twins that are like talking in jive and shit. It's like, yeah. oh no, oh, oh no, not like, surprised. That, that was too like you, you. It was almost like, oh no, it's too far. You should have seen that coming though. If you once you gave him the Transformers, one hundred percent. You know, like watching you, this we, movie, we, you would have seen this coming for years. Did you see yeah. the Ninja Turtles, Michael Bay? Did he direct Ninja that Turtles? one or he just produced, produced it? Produced, yeah. 
Oh, he didn't direct yeah. the Ninja Turtles. No, he he produced that. It was the one with uh, the one with the CGI turtles. Yeah, Jack Reacher played Raphael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was the uh, what's his name? Yeah, Alan Richson. But yep, also he produced that one. You can't, you know, Jerry Bruckheimer is a big part of like this movie and this whole scene. One hundred percent, Jerry. Bru- yeah. This is like Jerry, like tor- peak Jerry yeah, Bruckheimer, yeah. Joel Silver, completing for like yep. action. Like machismo, like who can produce the bigger summer blockbusters at this point? Yeah, yeah, it was a competition. All right, back to Bad Boys Two. What is it at the end of the day? If, is this movie entertaining? If this movie, it's on Bravo right now. You, they're playing it on Bravo. But if it was on, I feel like it's one of those movies. I would just leave it on to watch these action scenes and then walk away when the action scene was over. Is it entertaining? Yeah, I'd say it's entertaining. Yeah, I yeah, it just over, it just overload. one hundred percent. I, when I brought up Bad Boys 2, I was with one of my friends last night, and I was like, I got to go home and finish Bad Boys 2. He's like, you haven't seen Bad Boys 2? I'm like, no. He's like, dude, the, the boyfriend scene is great. Like, <laughs> the Reggie scene. Oh, everybody, yeah. Like, everybody sucks. I don't know if this is, again, this isn't the, a movie that's going to go down in any like top 20 of the early 2000s actions movies, Like, but still, it is entertaining. Like, there is there is parts of it where I'm like... I did laugh. Yeah, like Martin. It still it still hinges on Martin Lawrence and Will Smith being funny. They are funny. And I still yeah. think they're funny. Yeah, in this movie, clearly Will Smith is like such a better actor though, and they're up against each other. Like it's just a little odd. Well, he's just different. Martin Lawrence yeah. had like his Martin Lawrence was very one note. Yeah, he right? has like, the one thing. Yes, he's very like yeah, kind of. Uh, I guess the the word I'm thinking of, and I'm not sure it's great, is schizophrenic. Yeah, like he's just like always up in his like thoughts like oh this is the worst like what's going on whereas will smith had a little bit more range he could play the cool guy he could play the funny guy he could do a lot more yeah he's just yeah his ears rub your earlobes that (laughs) whole thing was so i'm like what is this whole part of this movie i get it you're trying to be new agey and whatever but wow uh they're they're trying to be funny right like they're trying to comment on the fact that like there's all this machismo in these movies that it's like you need to see someone about this. You need to see someone and like deal with your feelings. But it's Michael Bay talking <laughs> yes. about it. So like he puts it in the most like digestible terms. So it's just like say Wusa and touch your ears. That's what therapy really is. Yeah. I mean, I the, the big action scenes were great. And then it's just I felt I was so exhausted by the end. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, just too much. Like, as I said, it's. There are things, but even in the action scenes themselves, yeah. they go on too long. They're a bit, they're like, a, yeah, they're a bit too long. Like they need to be reined in. Like this needs editing, my friend. This needs <laughs> like, uh, you need like number one. I think if Michael Bay had a good script, again, a good producer, and just someone that was writing his ass, that, that wasn't like giving him free reign. I think that Bruckheimer's just like, you're my boy, do whatever yeah, you want. He, they clearly were doing blow together, and they're like, yeah, this is so, fine. I'll sign. How much you need? Here's all the money. And he needs a producer. It's like, no, you can't do that. You can't fucking do that. You know, well, they had, whatever. I'm counting in my head right now. I think they had five big action set pieces. Okay, so what do you count? The first one would be the highway Ooh. chase scene. No, no. The first well, one the is KKK. the KKK. Okay, that's the one. Then you got the then you got the highway chase scene yes. with, the, with the with the cars. Yeah. Then you got the the Haitian yep. like drug house yep. chase or dr- drug house shootout. Like, yeah. Three. Yes. Yeah, shootout. Yeah. Then you have the the morgue. Uh yes, there's a right? yeah where the bot where they're dropping the bodies and that's another right. chase scene. That's another chase scene. Then you don't don't they have a, the morgue? Is that a no? That's not a that's not much one. But then you have the end. Then you have the end. That's Cuba. five. No, that's five huge fucking. And you can kind of count the end as like two because there's Almost. a there's a yes. little bit of a yep. there's a little bit of a um 
a chase in that one yep. too, where they're like raiding the compound after they blow up the house. Then there's like a whole chase going. Yeah, it just keeps going and going. And yeah, you're like so when is five, this gonna five, end? Maybe six actions. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot. That's oh my god. A lot and a lot and well, a lot of explosions. Long, and they're, they're very re- long. Yes. Like the Haitian shootout, the 360 spin shot is great, but that was like way too long. Also. Uh, but there were some funny lines, very violent. Keep I, in mind, too, these are narcotics officers. <laughs> yeah, they're not supposed to be just fucking shooting, running and gunning and shooting people. <laughs> there is a part in that Haitian scene where you see, because they were never reloading, but then there's one part where Will Smith drops his two cartridges, and then literally it cuts to him just shooting again. Like, you never see him reload. He's just shooting again, and Martin Lawrence does reload once. I think it only reloaded once in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> Oh, it's more than uh, Stallone does. Okay, let's uh, let's rate the movie. Let's uh, give it a, give it a rating, I, and then I have two questions after we're done rating. The okay, movie. Anthony, rate the movie. What would you give it? I gave the original Bad Boys on Letterboxd a four out of ten. Okay, that's two stars out of five. That seems right. This one, I'm going to go five point five. Oh out of 10. shit! I think okay. this is better. Yeah, I think Michael Bay's a, a lot more. <laughs> this is going to sound funny. He's a lot more reined in in terms of his editing. And it's it's actually like you can actually follow what's going on on screen better than you can in Bad Boys. God, it was worse than this because some of this was like hard to watch. Follow. Rewatch Bad Boys oh, and God. you'll question why that movie ever became a thing. Oh, why is that a cult hit? Um, yeah, I uh, myself like I said, it's it's self indulgent. There's no the storytelling is shit. The internal logic is doesn't matter. It's all style and substance. But it is entertaining. I was thinking five and a half too for this. That's that was gonna be my rating. But it is just an assault on your fucking senses. Jesus Christ. Rugs, what would you give it? It's got dead girl boobs. It's got dead girl boobs. It's got dead bodies. It's got, uh, it's, it's got, it's got uh, someone. It's got a nightclub scene where the camera's literally going up people's dresses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that a reason to give it a good score? No. It's got rats fucking. I would give it a five. It's got rats fucking, and I'd still give it's it a five and a half. Yeah. I'd give it a five. Five, yeah. It's a movie. It's right, a movie. Yeah. Two questions yes. coming out of this film. Yeah. Two of the bigger names. You already said rugs. You think the is it the island? You think is the best Michael Bill Michael Bay film? I think the island is the best Michael Bay film. Like that's not a Michael Bay film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't seem like it, it, it. Even though there is like some of the same action going on, yeah. he's very he's a little bit more reined in there. It's a smarter movie, a little bit. Yeah. Um. I think that that's one of his better ones. Uh, Transformers is like fun for the whole entire family, I guess. The first one, I think, is a good film. Yeah. You got Megan Fox's debut. Yeah. Uh, you got Shia LaBeouf. The beef. He made him into a star. So, I mean, that's successful on that. And that count. The Rock isn't a bad movie that I remember. It's been a long time. Yeah, The Rock was okay. I mean, you got your Nick Cage, you know. Sean Connery. Well, there's a lot of shaky cam in that. Yeah, there's a lot of handheld. Oh, he loves his handheld fucking shots. All right. right. Here's the here's the next question. This is peak. This is peak. Will Smith is still in the midst of like his peak run, although it's kind of tying down at this point. But he's still he still releases a movie and it's going to make money. Like the, the year after he does I Robot, he does Hitch. After that, I Am Legend. These are movies that he's also got a make fucking a shit Oscar money. nomination uh, this year. So that being said. Best Will Smith movie. Oh shit, that's a good question. In what way? In in any way you want. So it could be like the best one he's done, or it's like the one where like 
his most popular that gave him the most juice. Like if if we're going that route, Independence Day is his best. Men in Black is is fun. Is a real funny movie. I like Men. In, I like the Men in Blacks. Um, he's not a bigger. He's not ever ever a bigger star after Independence Day. If I'm going the 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 biggest star movie, they're making him. another I Am Legend with uh, Michael yeah. B. Jordan. I think is the and he's going to come back. What do you like, Rugs? What are your what's your Will Smith I, movie? If, are you first off? Are you a Will Smith guy? I I I'm okay. I'm indifferent to Will Smith. Indifferent, to be honest okay. with you. I'm like I, I don't dislike him at all. I don't have any negative thoughts about him. Because I would I would argue mid '90s to early 2000s, one of if not the biggest movie star in the world. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, especially because of Independence Day. Um, and I, he gets I mean, to he, play he, Muhammad Ali. Right, that's a big get. Yeah, and he was pretty I good think, as Ali. I don't know. Uh, to to what's Will Smith's biggest movie for me? For you, yeah. I by I your own criteria. Mm. Aladdin. <laughs> I wrote. There's I Robot. There's Hancock. Hancock. I mean, what, I, I thought that he took like a big swing with Ali. Yeah, he did. That um, was different. I think that um, obviously uh, he's not bad in Aladdin. <laughs> You know, Men in Black was his kind of thing. Love the Men in like, Black. Yeah. It was like his big family yeah. IP, and uh, that still su- survives. It's still like trying to figure out how to resurrect that that whole thing. Yeah, so I think uh, those two movies are pretty important, and um, I don't know what what else. I, and definitely Independence Day because that was when you first saw him like with muscles. Yeah, like oh, Will Smith can kick but some man, ass. Man, has he made some clunkers along the way? Even recently, right. the whole time, you know, particularly movies uh, like Wild Wild West. Uh, Wild Wild West was the start of like, oh, he's not making complete hits. Yes, all the time. then you get After Earth with his After son. Earth was bad, and then he's not done. Fucking Gemini Man that it's just bad. came out a few years ago. Also, another clunker. Did you see Seven Pounds? I haven't seen Seven no. Pounds, no. Or The Pursuit of Happiness. I, saw, Those the, were I two. saw The Pursuit of Happiness. It's a dramatic role. He's playing a father down on his luck. He's very good in that. And it, yeah, and he, that's his son one is of his that. best acting yes. films. Well, I now think. it's King Richard. He has. I was just gonna. I was just gonna mention yeah. that he. You know, you think he's done, and he does King Richard, and he gets nominated for a best actor. Yeah, he's got a nominee. He could win best in a, in a, actor in a movie dominated for best picture. Now we can talk about. We can debate all day if like how relevant the Oscars really are at this point. Oh my god, they're making a Bad Boys Four. It's in pre production. Oh no. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, if it's with the same people who did the last one, it might be okay. The other thing I was gonna mention too is I, I heard this on another show, but uh the original Bad Boys, I mentioned how Martin Lawrence was top billing. Yeah. It never got any better for Martin Lawrence. No, after that, that you know that, that is, was his peak. So that's the funniest <laughs> thing to look at these guys' career spikes after they, this. They, yeah, they they went complete opposite ways. The next thing you know, Martin Lawrence is out in the middle of the street in his underwear, shooting a gun in the air, and uh, <laughs> that's what happens. He pulls a Kanye West. I don't know what happened to him. I used to he love did, that. He show. did the Big Mama movies, which I thought were funny, but yeah. there was like clearly it did, a niche. That didn't, for, yeah, it didn't didn't get huge. Remember Bright? Will Smith was in Bright. For Netflix right, with yeah. the aliens. Wait, what has Martin Lawrence done? Hold on. No, this is the this is the last thing Martin Lawrence. What was his Blue Streak? That was his last big movie. I liked Blue Streak. Uh oh, be, uh, mm, he. Oh. Do you want to read those, or you just want to? I'm react? trying to <laughs> figure out where is going to make noises. So after Bad Boys Two, he does Rebound. He does Big Mama's House Two. 
Wild Hogs, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, College Road Trip, Death at a Funeral. Well, you got to do the ones between when he was doing Bad Boys okay. and Bad Boys, too. But after Bad Boys, he does a thin line between love and hate, uh, and then nothing to lose. And then life. Oh, remember life? I liked life with Eddie life Murphy and Martin life was Lawrence. Good. That he he stuck to. The, here's a thing, Martin Lawrence. This is why I said that he kind of was. He he's not the actor Will Smith is. Is he stuck to the comedy? Yeah, route. Like yep, he never yep. he never could branch out and could do anything else. Whereas like Eddie Will Smith, like they were all comedians, but then they were able to branch out and do like serious roles. Oh, he needs to get into a, a fat suit and be a big black woman for, you know, be big <laughs> to have a franchise. That's acting. That's acting. Remember Black Knight? That's a really bad movie, too. I mean, Big Mama's House made a lot of money. It I did. liked Big Mama's House, no, but it's not like a, a prestige type. That's film probably his biggest fucking, you know, franchise thing that he's done. And then the, he was in the beach bum. Didn't you see that? Uh, rugs. Yeah. In 2019, that? that yeah, he was with um, what's his name? McConaughey. The Harmony Matthew Korean McConaughey. movie with Snoop Dogg and Matthew McConaughey, Isla Fisher. He and Zac Efron. He's in that. It's a weird. It's, it's like a crazy a, ass. Yeah, movie. it's like a weird kind of independent uh movie. Yeah, I, I found it very interesting looking at Bad Boys, the first one, and then their career arcs after. Yes. It was like one guy one skyrocketed. Guy and the other guy the just kind of stayed and if anything went down becomes a little bit. Big Mama. Yeah. Because they were both in like they both had hit TV shows yep. at yep. the time. They're, I mean, you could say they were kind of equal in terms of their TV popularity. They both had a huge show. Martin Lawrence got for, like if you look at that poster, it's Martin Lawrence first. Yeah, his, I, that was surprising. His name What about on Bad Boys 2? Did they change that? No, I think Martin Lawrence still got top billing, but by that point everyone knew right. like the movie oh, yeah. even caters to Will Smith. Martin Lawrence over. does get top billing in Bad Will, Boys. Will Smith yeah like gets the hot girl martin lawrence has like wife trouble that like they barely touch they don't really talk about like you can tell by the point like bad boys you can tell that martin lawrence is the star but will smith is like better you can tell that will smith is like oh shit yeah will smith is actually the guy bad boys too they're like this is a will smith vehicle the guy martin lawrence just hang on and like don't fuck it up (laughs) try to keep up yes right what about bad boys for life i haven't seen it. i haven't seen that either i kind of want to watch that one now Especially since apparently it's good. Yeah, right? but it's a different director. Where is it? Can we watch? Where is it? Uh, it's it's still new, and also those directors are doing. Is it on HBO? Uh, Peacock. Oh, it's on Peacock. Oh, it's on Peacock. Peacock. Those directors are working on the Miss Marvel show, I believe. They are doing the Miss Marvel yeah, show, yeah. and they're directing Batgirl. Oh, and they're directing the Batgirl movie. Yeah, and they're attached to direct this Beverly Hills Cop Four. Oh shit! With Eddie Murphy, I did hear with about Eddie this. Murphy. Yeah. Oh my mm, god! Can that work? One of the one of, mm. the one of the OG buddy cop films. Yeah. Yo, here's 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 one more question. Yeah. Top buddy cop film. Oh man! And here I'll give you the candidates: B- Bad Boys, Forty Eight Hours, Beverly Hills Cop, Lethal Weapon, Rush Hour, and you can, or or the last what is it the la- the one with Damon Wayans and. Bruce Willis. Last Boy Scout. Last Boy, Scout. Last Boy Scout. There's also you could put in the Nice Guys, which is more of a recent one. With, Bulletproof. Uh, yeah, I mean Beverly Hills Cop is with, up uh, there. What's with the one with here? Uh, Billy Crystal and it was like in the '80s, like Running Man, I think. Oh, and Not Gregory Running. Hines, Running Scared. Running Scared. Yeah. But do you guys have a best buddy cop film? I mean, you got to put the Lethal Weapons up there, and Beverly Hills Cop is fantastic. But Lethal Weapons got to be number one. I think that's got to be number one. Yeah, Lethal Weapon's pretty fucking good. Do you have one, Rugs? I, I was going to say Lethal Weapon, but um, I think uh, 
There's a lot of them. That I like The Last Boy Scout a lot. Yeah, that's. I a haven't one. seen that. I got to. That's a great know. movie. People, movie buffs say that's a good. Yeah. One. Rush Hour is also good. Well, it's Tony Scott. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Halle Berry. Yeah. Have they done? Can you think of a recent buddy cop film? I can't think of a good recent buddy cop. Not film. good ones. <laughs> right. There's no. There hasn't been any good ones. Like Marvel apes it, but I wouldn't consider those yeah. buddy cop. I mean, films. the Rush Hour movies were buddy cop films. Right. One hundred percent. But those are like those are now. The first one came out in 99. That's over 20 years ago. Yeah, those are already... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's a long time ago. Like, they tried to do it with the Shaft remakes in the, the 2019s. That didn't really hit. Yeah, Ride Along. There was Ride the Along. 20, 21 Drum Street. Oh, yeah, along, oh, yeah. You know what? The 21 Drum yeah. Street movies are fantastic. That, they're aping that. Yes, yeah. there's comedy and good action, and they're really funny. I love both of those movies. Then there's this one from 2014, Let's Be Cops, which is like with Jake Johnson, and I forget who else is in it. Uh, but there's a Ride Along, too. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, there haven't been any really good ones. It's kind of hot fuzz. Oh, hot fuzz is a good, uh, bu- a co- but, it's not, but it's not, it's not like a, that's different. It's not like a, there's not like a franchise that they tried to do Starsky and Hutch with Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller. That, but I, I went down true. a rabbit hole. Just we're taking this aside yeah. real quick. I went down a rabbit hole of like seventies, eighties movies. Yeah. And I was listening to Bill Simmons. He's like, these are the four movies that inspired like 30 years of filmmaking. And he goes, Halloween, so it's the slasher film, forty eight hours bad, uh, like forty eight hours, which is the buddy cop films, Fatal Attraction, which is like the dot 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 crazy person film, like someone psycho is in your life, and then he said uh, Die Hard inspired, but like every movie after that was like Die Hard on a bus, Die Hard yep, on this, yep. die. and that's I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting that's that those point. four movies inspired. Every, Hollywood decided to make those versions of movies over for and over again. Twenty to thirty years. What about Point Break? That's a good movie. This cops. Yeah, that's, oh yeah, that, that's Fast and Furious. That's, yeah. <laughs> it is all the We're same. It's that. the same shit over and over again with different people. Cliffhanger is Die Hard yep. on a on, on a, a, cliff. on a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there like a, a movie with uh, Woody Harrelson? A cop film. Oh, uh, Money Train. Money Train. Wesley Snipes. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Wesley. Oh, yeah, Snipes. that's another. Bill, I remember cop, that but... being kind of good. Also, was that good? Yeah, I, I thought I enjoyed that. I can't remember. I, I, in a, what was it? Rosie Perez was in that one. Oh, she was in that one too. Yeah, She's just, her and Woody Harrelson are just. No, no, there. was it Rosie Perez? I don't know. I have to look it up. But I think it was some. Somebody. It is a uh, solid Wesley Snipes movie. Oh, it was J Lo. It was oh, J Lo. Right. Sorry, okay, J Lo was in that. Is J Lo? Hmm. So yeah, yeah. Just some things I was thinking about. As I was watching this film. I was like, "What's the best buddy cop film? What's the best Bay film? Yeah. What's the best Will Smith film?" Because watching this movie, I'm like, "There's not a ton to glean from this no, movie. It's just, it's just like this is what it is. It's I just mean, explosions. How, how, how long has it been since you watched *Leave the Weapon*? It's been a long it's been time. A while. Yeah, I could. Re- I, sh- I, I gotta watch it again. I could rewatch yeah. those. I think we should rewatch that one. We should do the whole the whole I, franchise. So I've, 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 I liked *Lethal Weapon*, but. I was like doing some research and like people think Lethal Weapon 2 is better than Lethal Weapon. Oh. That was like the 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 gist I was hearing is that Lethal Weapon 2 is actually the better one. There's more mm-hmm. entertaining. Just like Bad Boys 2 is better than the first one. <laughs> oh not, yeah. Not on the same. <laughs> <laughs> Although Bad Boys is again considered one of the, like I haven't watched 48 hours in a long time that either. That movie's hilarious. That's I, I loved that yeah, movie. No. I rewatched that movie when I was on my spree. Yeah. And I was like, this movie holds up completely. Yeah, that's still pretty good. I, remember, I watched I mean, that other recently. Than, other than Nick Nolte just being like, 
fucking racist as shit. Yes, treating him like a fucking (laughs) thing, like garbage. (laughs) But that scene in the the scene in the bar where he's arresting everyone is fantastic. Yeah, Forty Eight Hours is a good rewatch. Yeah, Lethal Weapon is a is a is a good. Beverly Hills Cop is still holds up, man. That movie. What about Alien Nation? Oh, I like the Alien Nation where he, he. It was a TV show. It was a movie that became a TV show. But it was like a cop and, and an, an alien. alien cop. Yeah. <laughs> it's bright. Again, they already did these movies. Well, oh, yeah, they did this. I'll, I'll open this up to our audience, and I'll say, like, what would you guys think if we started revisiting the classic 80s movies? Do you guys want to hear that kind of stuff, like on off weeks? Because I think that'd be something that we could do. Yeah, let us know. That's a good segue. I, yeah. I always, like, I'm very always, like, happy that I'm like, oh, I have to put this movie on, and I'm usually happy that I watched it afterwards, so. It's also fun to revisit them with like years of like years passing and a new perspective. And it's like, does this still hold up? And you're pleasantly surprised. You're like, it does. There's something going on. Yeah, here. let us know. <laughs> There's something of value. Listener, yeah. I did ask. So I did ask our pa- like this one, Bad Boys Two. I can clearly say does not hold up. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it wasn't made that long ago. Roberto Rivera, I hope you enjoyed uh, this review that you sponsored. Thanks yeah, for picking I'm this. Very movie. curious why you picked it. Tell us why I did. We I did ask all our patrons for more movies, so we got an influx of new fun movies. So we'll be doing more Patreon uh, movie picks. Sign up jockernerd.com slash Patreon to get your pick done. And if any of the movies we talked about you want us to do, just sign up or let us know, and we will do them. Uh, and if you sign up for Patreon, we have to do them. We have no choice. Speaking of our listeners, let's do some quick news from the nation. <laughs> It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Uh, Blake Braden's comment here. He says, so Peacemaker, Suicide Squad, The Boys, etc. I am enjoying this age of weirdness. But do you think we will reach a point where this type of show goes over the edge, or we get tired of weirdness for the sake of weird. Uh, for me right now, I'm loving all the weirdness. I think it's Keep good it in, in doses. I don't think you can... I don't want to watch this all the time, but it's nice change of pace. But he does have a point where these things like Peacemaker, the boys get popular, and then they make more like these, and then eventually are they all going to be like these? When something gets popular, uh, this is the problem. Yeah, that's- well, yeah, you have an issue with where people just like copy, like, oh, that's popular, let's do it. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the whole market's flooded with the shit. But um, I think if you do it right and you do it well, it's it's always a welcome thing on the menu, you know. Like you, you know, it's you, as Anthony said, you're not going to have it every day, but you know, every once in a while, it's good to play with that shit. Hollywood is a copycat league. Yeah, you yeah. just said they're making the same four movies they, over and over again. You, you see something successful in Hollywood will inevitably run that shit into the ground. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, as it happened with the superhero movies, not like yet. All this talk of Peacemaker guaranteed you're just going to be copycat shows coming out. But, but it's and also Peacemaker. Yeah. It also, keep in mind, too, Peacemaker is not exactly like original. They're right. copying what we what he mentions. They're, co- they're yeah. looking at. James, I mean, it is James Gunn style, but he's looking at the boys and he's mm-hmm. looking at Invincible and and Umbrella Academy, and he's seeing the edgier comedy, edgier edgier comic book source material being put on screen. He's like, "Why can't I do it with Peacemaker?" And that's what you're right. getting. And there is a lot of still edgy, independent 
uh, comic book IP that you can mine. Uh, weird stuff we haven't seen and other stuff. I'm waiting for the sexy era to come to oh, comics. When's the, the sexy comics where they do? Yeah. Just just like when you have a little fun. Like, I don't know. I feel like that, that era is going to start occurring because this is more we're getting into like uh, these. we're almost dangling into fetishism at this point, you know, with the with these shows as they come out. You got like especially when you look at Homelander with this fucking orgasmic cow milking, <laughs> this milk and shit, like weird yeah. shit yeah. is like fucking crazy. <laughs> so I don't know. It's going to be weird. I mean, you have like the fucking Aquaman guy fucking somebody and looking at an octopus in this trailer. It's weird shit. How he gets hard. How he stays hard. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Look at that octopus hole. Uh, well, look, this kind of leads into uh, the next comment from Jamie Robinson, Mr. Throwback Thursday, who posted a link for a new HBO Max show from Warner Brothers based on a Vertigo DC comic called DMZ. And he says, I am unfamiliar with the source material. Safe to say it is after my time, but I haven't seen Rosario fail. He's talking about Rosario Dawson, who's in this. Plus, it has to be better than Doom Patrol, right? Doom Patrol is one of those weird-ass shows, but it's really weird out there. Like, way weirder. Yeah, this is uh, one of those cases where, because it's a comic book, people expect it to be, like, some crazy shit. But sometimes comics are just about, like, mundane shit. Like, And uh, this is, like, a fairly straight, like, dystopia. Did you guys get a chance to watch the trailer for DMZ? I, I no, not, no, but I know of the comic book. What's yeah. the comic book about, Rugs? It's New York is a demilitarized zone, and it's in you know there, there's a civil war and shit. Second so. civil war. Yeah. Uh, originally, it's from uh, Brian Wood with art by Wood and Ricardo Burcielli. This thing came out in uh, from 2005 to 2012, 72 issues. Hmm. But yeah, basically, Second Civil War, Manhattan is a, a, de- a very Walking Deadish without yeah, the zombies. It's another like post-apocalyptic kind of tale that we've seen. Uh, and I love Rosario Dawson. Did you get a chance to watch it, Anthony? No, I'm actually watching it right now. Okay, I mean, it looks well done. I mean, yeah. y- you have HBO behind it. Is that uh, the the villain? Is that the guy from? That's um. Uh, What's his fucking name? That is. Benjamin Brad, Benjamin Brad from yeah. Law and Order fame and other yeah. things. Huh. Uh, but I kind of like this. It's kind of a neat, uh, a neat. It looks neat. I like the take. Rosario is great uh, in everything, mostly. And uh, it's interesting to see what happens. If Manhattan it, was blocked off. It's one of those shows where I'm watching it, uh, the trailer. And I'm like, this looks decent. Looks good. Yeah. But it, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch this until. It's one of those where it's like I'm not going to go out of my way until I know. There's enough hype behind it that I yeah. it's like, okay, if you're missing out on this, you're just not in the conversation anymore. No, that that is a valid point because it makes me think of why The Last Man that was on Hulu that got canceled before the right. season ended. And that was a good show. It looks a lot like this. It reminds me of this. Yeah. So, social media will tell you whether good whether you think this is good or bad or not, will tell you right away if this is, is worth watching. It, right. If you it's, need to be involved in the conversation. If or it's not. buzzworthy. What right. what uh what shows are out there that you are hearing about? Can you think of any right now? See, I've been out of the loop on TV. Okay. I, I you guys will probably know better than me. I'll tell you some shows and uh, what are we go watching. Ahead. All right. Well let's just go into what are we watching. Uh I why you'll be surprised, Anthony, it's a 
it's about sports. Oh no! Is there Pakistanis in it? Is that why you're no, watching it's, it? It's not the cricket story. No, <laughs> it's not Imran Khan's cricket story. It is an HBO original series called Winning Time: The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of holy promos shit. For that. Two episodes are out, and I watched them, really? and uh, th- it's so good. And I'm learning about a time where it's hard to believe. That the NBA was not the revenue generating juggernaut it no, is it today. No, Holy shit. So you have John C. Riley playing Jerry Buss, and you have Jason Clark playing Jerry West. And I love Jerry West because he's breaking fucking golf clubs. He's constantly yelling and depressed and bipolar. Let me, let me, you, you mentioned something real quick. The, the NBA is the juggernaut now, it's a yeah. global juggernaut. Yeah. Back in the early 80s, yeah. they were showing the NBA finals on tape delay. Wow, you couldn't not even, even watch live. it live. There is a line in the second episode where this one guy goes, there's no reason the NBA can't be as big as golf or tennis. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, because of, it's yes. because of Magic yes. going to the Lakers and Larry yes. Bird going to the Celtics that the NBA became what it so is. So that's where this show picks up in 79. Jerry Buss buys the Lakers mm-hmm. and everyone's like, what is wrong with you? You're crazy. And he is insistent on drafting Magic Johnson. Uh, and building this team with Kareem, and he wants a dynasty, and he goes and talks to the owner of the Boston Celtics, and it's fucking great because Jerry Buss is just hanging out with girls in the Playboy Mansion. They're doing drugs. He they, uses girls to get his deals done. And they shit. built they built a club. They were playing in the uh, forum, yeah, and they yep. built a club in the forum, and they started bringing out celebrities. Like that's they literally turned around the NBA and this made it like the, the hot yeah. thing. This is where the NBA we know today starts, right here yeah, in, celebs, in 79. Yeah, and, and like these guys living a lot. Like in the 70s, the games weren't even on TV. And like probably a lot of people in the 70s, all those players were just doing a shit ton of coke. Yeah. <laughs> so the and game so, wasn't like, very good. I, it's fascinating how Jerry West is like the logo guy and the fact yep. that he they played the Celtics like four years in the finals and lost every time, right? And yeah. I think he wins. They, they, so, they played him. Yeah, they played him a lot and lost. And just constantly, but it is, it's so why this is good. It's good because it is uh, created by, is it uh, Adam McKay? One of the McKays. Oh, is it? it? Yes. So it's filmed, the way it's filmed, the characters are breaking the fourth wall. They're talking to you directly. It's got 70s grain. They, it looks like it's in the 70s, very authentic, like 70s film stock. And it's got this energy and this. But you know, like your Adam McKay energy and funness about it that is fucking awesome. So I love the first two episodes so far. I think it's great. Pilot episode was directed by Adam McKay. Oh, it was directed by Adam McKay. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if he's doing the second episode. Yeah. Uh great, great and it's just a fun way to tell the story. Ten and episodes. I, yeah. And I know I could like the second episode ended in a cliffhanger, and I know I could look up what happens, but I'm like, oh my god, what's gonna happen now? Did you just curious you didn't write this down but did you finish the tam and tom and pamela thing yes pam and tommy i watched all of it it is all on hulu very good show sebastian stan does a great job as tommy lee who's an idiot but uh uh lily lily collins whoever plays pam she's really good and you feel so bad for pam anderson because the contractor who stole the tapes was trying to fuck over tommy right yep and uh, she got sucked in and the whole thing became about her and yeah. she did nothing to deserve this, and they make her a very sympathetic character. Yeah, I, I watched a doc on that. Yeah, they're actually very. They got really screwed on that. I felt so bad for him, and the guy even felt bad and wanted to apologize. He realized what he did, and he's trying to make amends. Um, but then he gets involved with some gangsters and internet streaming, and it's just like the beginning of the internet, and it yeah. gets everywhere. 
It was like the first sex tape it that was. ever came out. It was the first one yeah. where like people were like, oh, you could catch celebs. Like it was the voyeuristic thing. Well, yeah, Rob Lowe had something. Rob Lowe had something, one. but then celebrities purposely leaked their fucking tapes. Yep. yep. This right. was not on purpose. It, Paris Hilton, yeah, you know. Yeah, this wasn't Kardashian got big because yeah. of hers. So Pam and Tommy's a very good eight episode. Okay. I, I, I love that. That they did a really good job uh with that. And then I also did check out the that boys diabolical, the eight uh anthology, animated anthology. Eight episodes, short episodes. You know, we were talking about how some of them might be good, some of them might be bad. These are all great. This is some of the fucking darkest, most violent shit I've seen in animation. And, like, they do violence even when it's, like, cartoony animation. Like, there's one done by the Rick and Morty guys, and they're all drawn like Rick and Morty people. It's super fucking violent. Even the cartoon. There's one where this girl takes Compound B, and her power is she can control turds. Shit turds. She has a little shit buddy that talks to her. And it's no. and it's done in this like fun Japanese anime style. Uh, I I thought it was really good. Real quick, well, watch. now you ruin it for Real me. quick, watch. <laughs> well, good. Go fucking watch it. Watch the turd episode. That was good. Yeah, so it's good. That's uh, good news. It was good. And I wonder if they will um, use some of the things in the show. But yeah, Billy Butcher's in some of the episodes. Homelander's in there. It is violent and dark for hmm. a short cartoon. Uh, there's mo- oh the best bit is the oh there's a quick oh, opening go. no there's a, the quick opening <laughs> board says the diabolicals and you see Billy Butcher's dog there and every time the dog is doing something different like one time he's licking his nuts the next time he's like humping a toy the next time he's just like eating a leg so <laughs> it was really funny like every time watching what the dog would do and and it kind of ties into the episode but that was it was pretty good it got me no, I'm checking yeah, out it got me hyped to watch the boys season three rugs what have you been watching. Oh my god! I've been watching way too many fucking Ryan Reynolds movies. <laughs> All of the Ryan Reynolds movies. Like I don't even like Ryan Reynolds that much. So uh, like he gets on my nerves a, like a lot. Hmm. But I watched Free Guy like about a week and a half ago or something. But I I didn't bring it up last week because we talked about Batman. And uh, yeah, I don't even remember what the fuck the movie was about. Was I just remember it was like that's it good. I mean, it's about a guy. He's an NPC, yeah. and he in a video game. Uh, there's some code. There's some code in there that allows him to be free thinking, right? So he ends up realizing that he's in a game, and that's funny for a little. I bit. love that concept. And then, and then um, basically, uh, there's a person who is from the actual world that's interacting with him, and he's kind of like you know, falling in love with her or, or infatuated with her. And it's a cute movie about, uh, I guess, believing in yourself or something. I don't know what the fuck that movie is about, <laughs> but I, I remember it, I enjoyed it in the moment, but then I completely forgot about wow. it. Wow. So if a movie's that forgettable, yeah, that's, that's not really a good sign. That is surprising. Someone was asking me, I'm like, oh, I remember when he got big at the end and he was fighting his big, dumb self. And I'm like, uh, no, no. Do I remember <laughs> that? that? I'm like, and I was awake. I remember I watched it during the day. <laughs> so it's not because I was sleeping. So I just, I just didn't remember the film. So I didn't, I can't really say like how great it was or if it was good because I don't remember. It's a, it's a forgettable film. Okay. It was like eating like Domino's pizza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ate it, but did I, I eat it? it? <laughs> Thought it yeah. tasted okay at the time. Then I watched a movie <laughs> that was so bad that I remember yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Which is Last Man Down on Netflix? I think uh, David Zeke or somebody brought it up on on our feed. Dude, who is Daniel Steezen? 
I guess it's a wrestler. These got to be wrestlers or something. Is he, the, they all, is he trying to be the next Frank Grillo? Uh, no, he's. Not. Well, what is this? There's like no names I recognize yeah, on here. No. Okay, all it is. I'm going to tell you the whole plot of the story. I'm ruining it for That's you. That's fine. All right. In the future, there is a uh, virus, and everyone's dying from this virus. But that's now. The, okay. So, but there's a cure to the virus. It's this girl, and she runs away and hides and and finds this cabin in in the forest that where this guy is, who happens to be the fucking arch enemy of the guy who wants the girl. Of course, he does. Who's hiding out? Okay. So he protects her, and it's basically. Him versus like waves and waves of people coming to this cabin to attack him and him setting up traps and, you know, whatever. So uh, killing them all. Huge body count. Uh, This movie's terrible. (laughs) And I watched every second of it. Uh, There is the thing that I remember the most. Can I I interject real quick? You said. This movie was guaranteed. You would you said Bad Boys Two is guaranteed better than this movie. You did say that when you when right after you watched this movie. Continue. Yeah, it was. It is Bad Boys is better than this movie. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's better. I watched every second of it, but the thing that I remember the most was number one, the most terrible dialogue that you've ever heard. It is just every line is cringeworthy, um, but there's. <laughs> There's a the score to this thing. It's like it's way overdone. Like the person, whoever they hired to do the the score for this movie and write the music, got way too into it. He thought he was like making a music for a completely different movie. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm making the fucking the most fucking epic." Because like, they, they, like what's going on here? They're on a mountain, and they're he's shooting guys with guns. There's no the the movie music is so epic. I feel like it's like fucking aliens are landing and it's shit. Rambo. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So basically what you what you mean is is the kid on the bench that never gets to play but he gets his one shot at playing just, in like a real game and he, uh, just he went hard. He just, Whoever fucking did the music shot this movie, every time. Yeah, just, he's not passing. Just tried Either that or they just they just like mismatched the score to this movie so it was like everything is just so epic. It feels like like X Men Four or something like like we're like fucking Age of Apocalypse or just some great big grandiose thing is happening and it's just like a guy shooting other guys that are well, like speaking of music. Forgot to mention, Bad Boys Two has music from Dr. Dre and P Diddy, oh, <laughs> which yeah. is I, perfect I, and, at the time. There's a Nelly too. Yeah, and Nelly. I, I have oh, one yeah. question: Shake your tail, shake your tail. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately dates the movie. Uh, one question for you: I'd never even heard of this movie. What 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 compelled you to to watch it? David Zika said he watched it, and he it was like a throwback to the eighties, and so like I'll watch it. And it was like Saban Films, who Saban is the guy who used to own the Power yeah, Rangers. Yeah. I guess. Power Rangers that's company. I was like Saban. That's Power Rangers. Yeah. And I think that he's a partial owner of the WWE or some wrestling oh, organization. Oh, Stinson. So Stinson. I think that I, there's definitely wrestling people. Like there's definitely like four Gina Caranos in this movie <laughs> that are not Gina Carano, yeah. but pretty much look like Gina Carano with blonde hair or whatever. And they just, you know, they're just terrible. Okay. <laughs> and oh, uh, yeah. yeah, bad movie. I want to know about the, the other Sean Levy movie, the Adam project. I'm, that just came out on Netflix. I watched it today. This movie has a crazy cast. Brian Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner, Zoe Saldana, Catherine Keener, and this kid, Walker Scobell, is getting a lot of praise 
as the young yeah. Ryan Reynolds. He does like a dead on Ryan Reynolds. Okay. But, so, does, uh, yeah. is, but isn't this, this is my question. Isn't this a movie about Ryan Reynolds going back in time to team up with his younger self? And can you not do that? What about the paradox? I guess it's not a big deal. Oh, I guess this it doesn't movie. matter. Is it good? No, it doesn't matter. Uh, is it good? I, I enjoyed parts of it. Some part of it, some parts of it worked and parts of it didn't. Like, I feel like, uh, the bad guy and that the whole plot of the movie is kind of stupid, but I think that the interactions that he has, uh, with himself and some of the character stuff is actually not too bad. Is it better than free guy? Uh, it's more memorable. Okay. I think hmm. I'm cute because yeah. I think I, I, I'm going to reveal this, that there's one point in this movie where I actually almost like, had a feeling. Oh, it almost Whoa. touched yeah. you in the so, feels. Yeah, I almost felt something. You don't ever have feelings. So, yeah. What is so, Sean uh, Levy's directing yeah. style like then? It's very generic, okay. to be honest okay. with you. Well, yeah, very the Adam generic. Project's getting decent reviews. It's like yeah. 70%. Yeah. I'm, I want to watch like this. Like anybody, like, I'll put it this way. You just take, uh, when I say generic, I'm like Captain Marvel generic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's not bad. Like, you know, Captain Marvel, we watched it. You know, it happened. You know, whatever. And uh, we were like, all right. We were like, uh, oh, my God, this director is great. Like, just, it just did service the film. It, you know? it, it, didn't, it didn't go. You didn't go. Wow. that That's clearly a Michael Bay film. <laughs> no. <laughs> absolutely a Michael Bay film. It was like completely like, no you know, it, anybody could have directed that. Gotcha. Film. I got to check out Free Guy and the Adam Project. I'm going to watch both of them. I just haven't had time. I haven't been list- watching movies, but I have been on this path of listening to a lot of podcasts. And uh-huh. uh, Bill Simmons is the rewatchables is fantastic. Yeah, he I've listened to of- some of those now. Yeah, it 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 makes me want to rewatch those movies and talk about them with you guys on the show. I listened to the one on the movie Juice because I love that movie. Oh, Juice. I haven't seen that. That one. was a good one. Oh, it's the latest. Uh, the ones I've Tupac. listened to so far are like Commando, Lethal Weapon. Um, I the, like the Terminator films, the Die Hard. I'm now I'm on Super Bad. Okay. Oh my I'm god! I'm gonna check those out. Yeah, those they're, that's good. A, they're good. I have they're listened. Good to and, and it and it, like I said, make sure you want to watch those movies. And then since we have our own show, I'm like, we should do some. Yeah, we watch. Some We're gonna movies. do some. We're gonna do. We got plenty of time. Yeah, we got plenty. Every week we got to do some. All right, that's it for this week, though. Rugs, where can the listener find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at really rug boy. Come follow me. That'll be that. His link will be in the show notes. Visit the show notes for this episode for links to everything. Everything we talked about, how to support, stay subscribed, tell a friend listener. That's the most important thing. Share the show with your bras, bro, bro. Have you heard this? Just tell somebody that and give them one. Nerd. Thanks for <laughs> listening to the jock and nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll peep you next time. <laughs> I think I have a real fart coming. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Hold on, see yeah. if I can get it. It's really good. <laughs> Is that real? Oh my god. That was a real fart. Oh Talking nerd.